to get anxious Exercising my patience I thought it never would happen I swear I waited for ages Have faith in a journey I said let's see where it takes us We want gratification But see it happens in stages With a team on my back A couple times might have cracked But What's never broke And I can hold him in fact you sit down Today I have the Clowers with me. I got Jesse and I got Tyler. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Uh, yeah, episode, welcome to them and you. Episode 64. It will be. It will, will be. be 64. Probably like a week from now because <laughs> I'm backed up. You know, it's, it's, uh, I didn't know, I didn't know how hard it is to edit, you know, like, or how, not hard, just time consuming. You know, that's it. It's not hard. Is it just you? Yeah, it's just you. <laughs> right you don't now, have like a. I started off with someone else, and then uh, he kind of just fell off. He's been on every now and then, but not here. Yeah, yeah. Does he do behind the scenes editing, or is he on the podcast? As, as no, well? he'll come on every now and then, and do. He used to do stuff behind the scenes, but now it's just me. It's just you. On so he'll could just come on every now and then when he books a guest or something, and then come on. But I've been having, I've been rotating people, like whoever I vibe well with. Then I'll just keep asking them to come back and come back and just like sit in when I have a guest. Right, right. Because I need three people or I w- would like to usually have three people because, you know. More give and take. It's like, yeah, yeah. someone's always has something to say. Right, there's right. No, no one's ever just not thinking or not talking. Like there's always something going on. Yeah. And there's always different opinions and how people agree and interact with each other. So three's good. Two I can deal with. Four's all right. That's it. You Four's know? the max. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's- you got to get on that mic, man. Yeah. You can move the whole arm. Go ahead. You got to kind of get little... on it like what me and Ty are doing. I think you shut it. I feel, yeah, I was going to say. I think uh, you I'm shut not... the mic, the, the little little switch. Right above, yeah. They... Pull it up. Switch it up. Oh, it's up? Go ahead. Talk right here like me. Hello? I'm still. I don't hear you. Go again. Me either. What about now? Tap Wait. on it. I hear it. Hmm. It's very low, but I hear you. Go back. Can you get a... What about now? Yeah, you're better for sure. Wait, come come closer again. I don't know what's going on with that one, though. It should sound like like how ours sound. Dad, we got to get you in here. You got to fix this mic. And we're live too. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta look good. Don't embarrass yourself. Those muscles. This is the sound technician. Which one? This is the guy. This like one. he's that's number three. It sounds like it's good, but I can't hear him as well as Tyler and I. Talk into it, Dad. Testing one, two, three. Yeah. Testing. I hear you. Why do I hear For you sure. now? <laughs> I definitely hear you. Talking to it again? Maybe he should just hold it. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Yeah, that works good. I hear him pretty. Yeah, yeah. you're pretty clear. You good with holding it? You want to hold it? All right. There you go. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, Perfect. All right. So you don't no headphones or you, you want it? Can you get, there you go. <laughs> Are we good on Facebook Live? Yeah, let's see. Uh, can't see you. Can't see me. No. You can move this plant. Ooh, I should be. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> really, a little bit. Yeah, because you're you're like at the 
very yeah. Big. Am I most? Am I cut off? Yeah. Pretty All right. Much. Let me. I'll move in you a little. Really where Why don't you move that just, there? I yeah. just don't want to yeah. cover Joe no, over no, here. No, no. Yeah. This, this yeah. Move all the yeah. <laughs> it's funny we went live and right. then did all the fixing. Yeah. Watch right. <laughs> 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 okay, you move, move this up and let him get close to that way. Move this up. Yeah. Push it forward oh. so he can you know move the plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're chilling. Oh wow. Okay. That's why you're the sound tech. That's where you're the PA. Now, how All right. am I blocked? Uh, I can see you. I see yeah. about half of you. All right, cool. So I'm in. I'm in the picture, so yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Like, yeah, I'm right in. Yeah. I'll do a little bit of this. Is my is this in front of Joe? <laughs> am I covering? Uh, his uh, mic is in front of his face. What are you going to do? I can peek out every now and then, I guess. Yeah. Show that face. <laughs> That's pretty good, though. You're all in it. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Is it good. coming up? People there? Can you yeah. guys hear us over there? Thumbs up. Yeah, you're gonna. It should be the top right. This isn't the guy to look at the screen. Yeah, something popped off. Okay. Yo, cool. try and not touch that part because that this? part's like loose. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I need new. I just. I need new equipment. See, there was like no. That. There was no preparation. It was just kind of like you know. Yeah. That's how we do it. <laughs> right. All right. We good. Awesome. All right. Cool. Perfect. Cool. All right. Once again. Welcome to thank the you, Mr. Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Rizzo, thank you. Sound tech. Yeah, see that sounded good every time, just like that. I like holding. I like this better too. Do you? Yeah, because yeah, you can kind of like yeah. sit back. Hey, maybe I'll go you know. <laughs> get used to it. But no, I feel like <clears throat> when you were saying about the get right on it though editing and um, that stuff. That's something that I don't really like doing. I'd rather like pay someone else to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, because I have the worst. ADD in the world, mm-hmm. so I can't sit on a computer and do all that stuff. Yeah, I just want to be doing things twenty four seven, right? Like I just want to work twenty four seven, and I, I I rather me work and then someone else worry about that stuff. Yeah, as as simple and as it may be, I just I just don't want to be on a computer mm-hmm. like that. And I feel the same way about social media. Yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of like, want someone like the opposite. I want I someone else to do it. <laughs> I, I always felt like I would have somebody, I would pay somebody to do my social media. Just because I feel like I'm the same way as you, except I feel like you have ADHD and I have ADD. Whatever the worst form is, I have it. <laughs> like, I don't pay attention to material things at all. I'm going to mm. check this. Like what? What do you mean? Like, like I left my, my iPad on top of my car oh, the bro, other day. Bro, I know what you're saying. And I, But it, maybe it's ADD, but like... I'm super focused when I'm focused on something. Yeah. But everything else, I just don't focus on. Bro, I feel you on that so good because I leave my phone everywhere. I leave my, I don't, I don't like value it almost. Like, that's the, what I'm, yes. like, I will almost, I will just like go to my friend's house and be like, oh, I left my phone at home. You know, like, and they're like, what are you talking about? How do you, how leave would your, you do that? How could you know. even leave your phone home? That makes no sense. Dude, I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I just everybody, left. and I, I get you. Yeah. Because everybody makes fun of me, like family, friends, coworkers, everybody. They're like, dude, if if your head wasn't attached to your shoulders, you'd lose that. I just don't pay attention to why, that kind of stuff. But why do we not pay attention to that stuff? You Maybe because you said we don't value the like me personally. Yeah. I don't value those material things as much as I value like human beings, friendship, friendship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so exactly. Maybe that's what it is for me. Like the other day, uh, my mom, right? She's like, I never bring the pails in when they're out front. Shout out not to be- your mom. 
<laughs> Shout out to Stacy Clowers. She's a sweetheart. I don't know what I'd do without her. But um, I don't see the garbage pails in the front of the in the front of the house. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. It's like, mom, I don't not bring them in on purpose. I just don't see them. Yeah, you're and somewhere else you when know, you're walking into the door. You're you're not there. I'm just like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. Same way. And you're just the opposite. Like it's it's yes. funny. Like, <laughs> it's cool, yo. It's good yin and yang. Like that's why you guys work well together. You know, like that's another reason, probably. Yeah, I, I'm obviously I'm super grateful for this kid right here. I think it really all started <clears throat> about I'd say like five and a half years ago. You think that sounds about right? Right when I was in college, five, after I, I dropped would, out, I would say 20, 2012, 2011, 2011, was when okay. we really started working together. Yeah. So maybe like five years, yeah, five, five years, and <clears throat> I was in school. Went to King's College. I wrestled in high school a bunch of times, and I was going to do it in college and, you know, went for it a little bit. But I just knew going, even the first time I stepped foot in middle school, I, I freaking even knew it in when I was in kindergarten, right? I was just like, I didn't know what an entrepreneur was. I didn't know, like, what life I wanted to live. I was just yeah. like, I know exactly what I want. And it was just like, it was confusing to me at the time because I was like, like, I got in trouble a lot when I was younger, mm-hmm. right? I didn't want to do my homework. Yeah. I didn't want to listen to my teachers. I didn't want to do do projects or group, homework, homework, <laughs> group building activities. You know, I just didn't want to listen. Yeah. Um, and I thought I was, like, crazy and all that stuff, which obviously I am. But <laughs> we all are. from day one, I was just like, dude, I wanted to do my own thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it all started five years ago um, when I was in King's College, went there. And that was when I first got into entrepreneurship, um, a network marketing company called Vima. Mm, yeah, most you were talking about that. Right, yeah. Most people know about it. And that was just my, the first thing. It was a health and awareness company um, built around young people. And I was like, dude, I know someone that drinks energy drinks. I know someone that knows someone that drinks energy drinks. I know someone that has Facebook. Mm-hmm. I know someone that has Snapchat, this and that. So I just got excited about an idea. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing or what I was selling. You don't even I know just, what you were excited about. I don't know what I was excited about. <laughs> yeah. I, I just knew that I was excited. Yeah. I was like, who the heck would get excited about this thing with me? Mm-hmm. Right? So first person I thought of was my brother and my friends back at home and all my buddies in college. Mm-hmm. So I got a bunch of kids in a room. I was like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna make we're gonna be rich, mm-hmm. sell a bunch of energy drinks, travel the world, do all this stuff, make a bunch of money. And long story short, I wasn't smart. I went to school for criminal law and uh, criminal justice. And Mm -hmm. I remember once I got involved, I got a bunch of kids in a dorm room uh, slash like apartment and just got an excited man idea. Had some kid on a Skype phone call who's driving a BMW saying that we're going to make all this money. He already dropped out of school, dropped out of Penn State. And I was just like, dude, this whatever this kid, like whatever he's doing, I want to do it. Because I know more people than him. I can promote this. I love energy drinks. And I just wanted to travel. I didn't want to go to school, not fashion school or anything, but I wanted to have the time freedom. Like, you haven't heard our podcast. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we're not, we don't bash college, but we're just like, you don't. it's not a necessity. You don't <laughs> like, not yeah. nowadays. It depends. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. It all depends. I don't think it's mandatory if you follow, if you know what you want to do with your life or know what makes you happy and know what creative outlets are your best. If you just pursue those, I mean, you're, the goal of college is to work for someone else, basically, when you're done. So if... Yeah, 100%. So, like, if... And even after, like, 
your goal while you're working for someone else every year you want to keep getting promoted 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 eventually if you just keep getting promoted you'll own the company so that's what you want to do anyway like that's what we're trying to do like yeah. <laughs> just starting there instead of but it takes more time like this i just i just never understood the idea of like <clears throat> following someone who doesn't have what i want you know what i'm saying then i actually saw a kid who actually was no smarter than me was you know same education you know same background and he just had what I wanted, and I was willing mm -hmm. to do whatever it took to get there. Mm -hmm. Whether it was going to make me a lot of money, I wanted the time fight, time freedom, and the financial freedom to be able to do whatever I want when, with whoever I want. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like, and I just wanted to be genuinely happy. I wanted to work with people that I loved, mm -hmm. right? People that I cared about. I wanted to work with my friends. people you trust. Yeah, people yeah. I trust. I wanted <clears> to literally create huge organizations, and I wanted to travel do sales, have drink energy drinks, and have fun. You know? <laughs> and, and checked it off. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just, that, you know, and then, and like I said, ever since then, you know. Yeah. I'll never forget the, the phone call that I got. Um, I was in, I was a senior in high school, and um, I was cutting weight for wrestling. I don't know if you know kind of what you that wrestled? consists of. I oh, did. no, we had, uh, we had a wrestler on talking about cutting weight. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I'm sure you, wearing you garbage bags like to get your sweat oh, yeah, and stuff. We, our wrestling room was in the boiler room of the basement <laughs> of our school. Oh my God. So you really didn't even need to wear a garbage bag. If you walked in there for two minutes, you'd be dripping sweat no oh, matter what, even if you're not wrestling. That could. So people faint, right? Dude, a lot of bad yeah. stuff happens in in wrestling. <laughs> like you get all skin diseases. Jesse's familiar with oh, that. Oh, you wrestled too? He was a big wrestler as well. Mm. But. I, what I was, I, I was cutting weight, right? And um, I, I, when you cut weight, you can't drink, you can't eat. You just basically have to, for three days straight, try and just cut as many pounds as, as humanly possible. So I'm sitting in my bed, I'm dehydrated, I'm starving. And I had a girlfriend at the time who, um, girlfriends, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but they're expensive. Right. Girlfriends are expensive. So um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted money from for her. So it was just like a desire in my mind. Damn, I need to make more money. I need to make more money. But it was recent. Like it was just at the perfect time. I was sitting in bed. I got a phone call from him and he goes, yo, I've never heard this kid more excited in my life. He goes, yo, he goes, I just came across this crazy opportunity. Um, he goes, do you want to make a boatload of money? I'm like. <laughs> You know, no. like you're I'm <laughs> yeah. like, no. I was like, yeah, dude, of, of course. Like, wh what do you got? He goes, all right, listen. He goes, when I come home from school, he goes, I just want to let you know. He goes, I'm going to get all, all of our buddies from home on board. Um, I'm going to, I'm already getting all my college buddies on board. He goes, I want you to make, I want you to do this with me. He goes, but if you, if you get on board right now, he goes, all these people are going to be under you. It's like your typical like, mm -hmm. solar pyramid. Like, startup. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, but I'm like, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? So he's like, all right. Um, he goes, all you need, he goes, it's a $500 builder pack, starter pack, starter package to get involved in the company. You get like three shipments of the energy drinks, a couple uh, vitamin formulas and, and, and vitamin supplement, supplements and all this stuff. At the time, I didn't have $500. Yeah, and you had a girlfriend. And I had a girlfriend. <laughs> and I had a, a my first car. Crazy girlfriend. I was <laughs> crazy girlfriend. Ooh, we're live. But she, she no, doesn't but know she, who she is right now. But she, she was don't. cool, though. She was cool. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, she was really cool. All girls are crazy. But to a certain limit. <laughs> but anyway. Um, <laughs> Deeper hole. <laughs> yeah, we'll go down that hole, that rabbit hole later. But um, 
But yeah, so didn't have $500, but I wanted to get involved. I wanted to make a lot of money. I've always been ambitious since a young age. So I'm like, all right, what can I do to get $500? Um, I think I sold, um, I don't know if you remember, I think I maybe might have sold a couple of electronics that I had. I think I was at like $250, $300. Um, I didn't even know what I was getting involved in, by the way. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to make a lot of money, and he got me so excited over the phone where I was like, I'm in. So I sold a couple of things. I was at like $250, 300 and I'm like, you know what? I'm, let me, I, maybe I'll just borrow the next 200 from from whoever, and then I'll pay him back an extra 100 So I went to my stepbrother. I asked him, like, I'm like, yo, Dill, I'm like, can I borrow $200? And it was right near Christmas time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll pay you back right after Christmas because obviously you get money. You get a little co- yeah. But I wanted to get involved right before Christmas because he was coming home for Christmas break. Mm-hmm. And that was when he planned on throwing all these events and getting all these people involved. So um, made it happen. I think I bought the first uh, starter pack, builder package out of everybody in our network. And dude, it was just yeah, you did. it was just kind of like history from there. You came home. Yeah. So, what happened with that? Like, how did uh, you want? Did you you didn't ex- did you explain on air how you got into the energy drinks? Like, yeah, so long story short, I got a message from my buddy saying, "Hey, you want to make a lot of money?" Same energy same drinks. thing he got. <laughs> you need one hundred fifty bucks to start or five hundred. I said, "Cool, I'm down." I saw these kids driving cool BMWs, mm-hmm. driving around. Yeah. You know, all social media, all that stuff, and you know what I you know what excited me the most is that. I saw these kids that they were no better than I was, and I knew that I know how to network since I was younger. I knew how to bring people together, mm-hmm. so it was just like it was like natural to me, you mm-hmm. know. And, and it's the, I'm sorry, but like no, you, when you say like no better than I was, like no one just because you go to college, like you're not smarter than anyone, you know. Like I know you, I know what you meant by it, but like I just I don't know. I just totally disagree with that whole thing. Like I agree. You, in order to go to college, you got to be that you're smarter than someone or better in some way. You know, it's, sure. it, that's I mean, all bullshit. Anything you learn in college, aside from the social skills, you can learn on Google. Absolutely. Anything. YouTube. <laughs> like, but I feel like, yeah. And you could, you guys can disagree with me on this, but I feel like you don't even get the proper um, social skills you need in college. I'm talking you know, like if you go away to school and go to a dorm, like you learn how to live with someone, you learn how to interact with people, like say you're not as social coming out of high school or something, yeah. going away and living, learning how to live by yourself, like that's something that's valuable, I think, that comes out of it. For sure. Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest things that I learned from this. Long story short, got involved, we just exploded right away. It was the first time where, or the first, you know, where I actually understood Try and get closer with the mic, my bad. No, you're good. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're. Yeah. This was the first time where I was building a multi million dollar business, but wasn't getting paid what I was supposed to, and I didn't even know it. You yeah. Know, we had thousands of people in our organization, all, you know, con- all over the world, um, all over, you know, 40 something states, wow. traveling. And I dropped out of school when I hit this rank called gold, and I was making $500 a month at 21 years old, which isn't a lot of money. And I just got excited about it. And that right there, when I dropped out of school, mm-hmm. I didn't tell my parents about it for two months. And I was traveling around college campuses. You know, I had all my, my whole entire life from college in my, in my car. I was a 2004 Audi. Mm-hmm. And I was just excited about it. <clears throat> I, I shared my vision. I shared my story with people. And it just started growing and growing and growing. We developed the system. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we got a lot of people on board. And it was... No. Dude, yeah, what was the it, name of the company? Vima. 
Okay, that was, was the energy drink. Yeah. So th- it's still around? No, a company's called Vima. The energy, energy drink is called, called Verve, yeah. And it, it sounds kind of familiar. It was, what was crazy about it was like, um, I was 17 uh, at the time. I was 17 years old. And we were basically traveling all up and down the East Coast. Um, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Rhode Island, Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we might even took a couple of trips to Ohio. Connecticut, Virginia. Ki- Connecticut, Virginia. We were literally... We would we would set up rooms full of like sixty to seventy college kids at a time, mm-hmm. and just share our story. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes each. Get up in front of the room. We were just more jacked up about any about more than anything. Hand mm-hmm. out product, energy drinks. Kids all fired up. Yeah, we and were, have like events. And yeah, stuff like, that. like home events. Mm-hmm. Like invite your friends, your parents, your cut, whoever. Get them here. And your kids, your wife, your wife, your dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we were just put on a show, dude. That's that's valuable. Even if you don't have a dollar that you made from that at this point, like that's invaluable. Like everything you guys did, all the traveling and going up on stage and talking to people, interacting, like that's invaluable. You know, that's dude. That's I think that's experience. the biggest thing we got. Yeah. That is the biggest, hands down, the biggest thing 100%. we got from it. And we talk about that. Money. Yeah, I, w- I would take all that money back to have what I have today. One hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't not do it again. Like it's yeah. amazing. So, what's uh, so? Let me. I didn't really introduce like how we know each other or anything like that. Like we just started getting into it. We did. Yeah. So We're just so fired up and excited for life. Yeah, yeah me man. too, dude. That's that. The it's a good vibe in here right now. Um. So I know Jesse and Tyler because I worked at Vivint Smart Home, as you guys know, with Johnny for a little while, and they worked there also. That's where I met him. Um. You guys came in. You were there before me, though, right? Um, I don't right? think so. I was I'm pretty sure. What what month did you start? I don't know. Probably like Back a in, month after Johnny, or was it in twenty? We? It was in twenty. I think was it April? Or was it May? It might have been June. Honestly, if it was in June, we probably started around the same time. Okay, for sure. I think yeah. it was June. I'm yeah. pretty sure, but I was only there till June to October, the end of October, and then I then I was out. But. No, I definitely like felt a good energy with you guys, so that's why it was like so weird that I saw you the other day at Starbucks, which is how we're here right now. Yeah, I, I went in there to go edit, and uh, you guys were just in there already interviewing people <laughs> to come work, and uh, it's just like <laughs> ah, cool. I'm using this because I was already thinking about. I knew I was having Vivint week, like this whole week I'm having people from Vivint on. Yeah, so you guys are kicking it off, and then um, nice. yeah, every day we have someone else and. I could literally do this for three months and have it three, vivid month, three months because like, so many people. But no, um, that's how you guys got here. And uh, yeah, dude, it's funny. Going. We were. I remember <laughs> we started meeting in. Uh, this is when Jesse was out in California. Um, we started meeting in. I don't know if it was Panera Bread first or that little conference room out over in Syosset. Yeah, yeah. We, we were just. <laughs> Panera. I think we we crammed like maybe. 15 20 people into a room and we're like look guys this is a startup i think blake was in charge johnny was in charge i know jay was in the room dane was out here for a while yeah and um we actually had a really killer squad there was a lot of big hitter like heavy hitters in there eric kid's a monster mm-hmm. um eric johnny me you jay dane blake a uh, couple other people couple um, of them. the bigger guy uh jason no no i know jason um the other one uh, I forgot his name. The bigger uh, guy, the Spanish. Bigger dude. 
Gonzalo. Gonzalo. Yeah, yeah. Gee, he's still he he's is, still he's, around. He's still yeah. around. Gee, yeah. Oh, today, yeah. Yo, you know who I was wondering about the other day? Um, Gee. Gee. Oh, he's there. He's yeah, still there. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's there. Yeah. The Brazilian I, dude, stallion. I love Gee, man. The Brazilian horse. I gotta have him on <laughs> yeah. here. I gotta have Gee in here yeah, because man. he probably has yeah. some stories like of going on down south. Like yeah. it's going really. He just got back from Brazil. <laughs> going on, yeah, <laughs> deep for, south. Deep, yeah. <laughs> Guy was on. He was on a bunch of yachts over uh, Christmas break. How's he Looked doing? Like Is he crushing? Yeah, man. Yeah. He's doing pretty well. He just. I know he put up a couple installs this week. Um, I give Guy a lot of credit, man. Coming coming out here from Brazil, um, mm-hmm. coming from a family with money. Who, if you, I was talking to Guy. We I had lunch that. the other day. Yeah, we had lunch. His parents are very successful. Um, we had lunch the other day, and uh, Guy goes, "Dude, he goes, nobody in my hometown. When I tell them stories about the job that we do." They actually think I'm crazy, <laughs> like <laughs> what it actually consists of knocking on, you know, random people's doors and actually getting them to buy something. Yeah. And um, it's like I, aliens so I, or something is foreign for real. And it, and it's like Guy didn't even know English when he first came here. So I give that kid a lot of credit. Oh, yeah, man. Shout yeah. Out and even shout more. So, exactly. Shout out. Guy. But even more so, like he was so open to asking questions, you know, like he wanted to literally do well and work you know like that so he just asked question after question like didn't wasn't shy at all you know and i feel like if you want to despite the language barrier yeah if you want to be successful in anything i feel like that's the biggest thing being open ask questions don't be be afraid right and be a student be a sponge be a sponge 100 percent. yeah i couldn't agree more i think that what changed for me was the minute that I decided to listen and open up my ears and drop my ego mm-hmm. was the minute where I started to grow, right? Yeah. So it's like there's so many people out there on Facebook everywhere that have this crazy ego, and I was there. Mm-hmm. And they say that every next love of your life demands a different you. So for me, that was the biggest thing, mm-hmm. getting over the ego, getting over like, you know what? I got to level down. I got to look myself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I got I to gotta, I gotta improve. I got. I got to grow. If, yeah. if, if I'm gonna let my ego get to the best of me, how the hell am I ever gonna grow? Yeah, man. It's so. um, it's like, you know, like a part of it is when you're in a meeting, and it's like there's someone up there who will say whatever. It's Nick Hansen or something, <clears throat> and so like you've heard him obviously do a, a meeting before, right? But it's like some people will not pay attention. Because they're like, oh, no, I know all this stuff already, dude. I've been doing this for a year. Like, nice. I, I already know all this. Like, and then they won't pay attention. They'll play with their phones or something. Huge. And that's like the most, I don't know. I'm not saying disrespectful. I don't feel disrespected when they're doing it. But I'm just like, what do you, how, how do you know what, no matter what this guy's about to say, that you already know everything? You know, like, you don't know what yeah. this guy's going to say. He's, yeah, you know, like that, that. That those were the little things that I was like, "What are you doing? Like looking to my left or looking to looking to my right? Like just pay attention. We're here for an hour. Like then you get yeah. out of here and uh-huh. do whatever you were doing." I think especially for for new guys, that's that's really important is to know that. Like, I mean, I feel like it comes with kind of like your experience. I feel like the better you get, the more experience you get, the better you know who to listen to mm-hmm. and who not to listen to, and where to spend your time. Like the best you yeah. know what i'm saying like absolutely for new guys though like when you're coming into a business like this and somebody's up in the front of the room talking you gotta listen because mm-hmm. like this is a hard business to come into and not 
Yeah. But for the guys that are there a longer time, it's even more impressive to me when they still have a notebook and they're still taking notes if someone's up there. Like, that's something that's really impressive to me. I'm there every day. Yeah. I have a notebook in front of me. I'm yeah. writing my top 10 down. Dude. And for those of you yeah. out there who don't know top 10, yeah, I write what is my that? top 10 goals down every single day. It's the top 10 things that you think of. First thing that you think of where it could be income goals, it can be financial, physical, mental. If you want to become close with God or whatever you believe in, the top 10 things that come to your mind, it could be long-term goals, it could be short-term goals. You want to build up your credit, you want to get a brand new car, you want to move buy, somewhere, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you want to, you know, you want to buy your wife something really nice or buy your girlfriend or get something really nice for your kid or pay your kid's tuition in cash. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever you want. So it's top 10 things. Just that come to your mind yeah. every single day. I do it at least twice a day. I'm in that meeting, whether it's someone making less than me or whether it's someone making more than me. Mm-hmm. I'm in that meeting every single day or meeting, whatever whatever meeting it is. Yeah. I have my notebook down every single day. So you're manifesting it too. When you're writing it down that often, you're making it happen. Like you, 100%. You know, you're writing. Like w- I know we all have talked about books before. Like we all love reading those like self-help yeah. books and 100%. Yeah. stuff like that. We've had those conversations. So I know we're all on the same page with what we're saying right now because it's from it's all from stuff I've read anyway. That's where I learned about like writing down all my thoughts and things like that, my goals. It's kind of crazy how like um, how much that makes a difference or like how magical it is when you actually write something down and you and you look at it every day. You wake up, you look at it, but then most importantly, you actually take action on it, mm-hmm. um, whether it's whatever action you need to take at the moment just to like keep that fire going. Yeah. And make sure, like, no matter what, you're you're still on that path towards that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, but writing it down, man, it's crazy. Like when I set, uh, it's funny. I set a goal when I first started in the solar industry. Um, I'll never forget I, first time I ever went out knocking with somebody else. First day I ever went out, I knocked fifty doors on my own. I didn't want to go out with anybody. I just asked my brother. I'm like, dude, can you send me like a door pitch via PDF file, whatever it is? He was still in California. I was out here in New York. He sent it to me. I studied it for like a couple hours at night. I went out the next day after after work and I knocked on about 50 doors. I set like maybe one or two appointments. This was when I met uh, Jay, Jason, Jason Cupfer. <laughs> Another character. Another character. Shout out to Jason Cupfer. I got to have him on here too, dude. Dude, oh you really God. need to have him. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I call him up. I'm like, Jay, man, I think I just set an appointment. He goes, yeah. He goes, all right, man, you need you need help? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, tomorrow they told me to come back at 9 a.m. Can you help me close it down? 9 a.m.? <laughs> 9 a.m. So <laughs> We're not a Saturday, right? Is no, it was a Saturday. Oh, well, this oh, was a okay. Friday. I was knocking. So, it was a so 9 a.m. is cool. 9 a.m. Okay, yeah. yeah. So long story short, we meet up. The guy's wife comes to the door, says the husband's sleeping, you know, typical stuff when you're knocking doors. And uh, so we decide to knock together. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know what, kid? Let me give you a chance. We'll go out. We'll knock a little bit together. He goes, he pull, Jay pulls out like a box of cigarettes. He goes, hold on, let me just, let me have a smoke real quick. He goes, let me tell you something, kid. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> totally, I'm, I'm cracking up because I totally picture everything he's saying, the way you're saying the it. The way Jason would say it. And it's just hilarious to think about it. All right, my bad. No, no, it's all good. It's so funny because I'm like laughing. I'm getting like jitters thinking about it because it's such a, like a, a warm story to my heart. So like he's leaning up against the car. He's got his sunglasses on and uh, he's got a cigarette he's like listen kid let me tell you something he goes number one you're good looking he goes you know how far you can go in this business when you're good looking and i'm like i'm not not." (laughs) so he's like listen from and this was april right so april to october it's like a really good run for solar obviously you know 
He goes, these next six months, he goes, you could easily make like 50, 60 grand easily. So I'm like, wow. So anyway, this goes back to the story of writing your goals down, right? So that, mm-hmm. that night I went home and I actually calculated how many sales it would take to make 50 to 60 grand in that six months. Yeah. So I went home, I calculated, it came out to like 50 sales. I gave or take maybe five, 10, kind of like throw in, you know, whatever, ha- a lot of stuff happened. Including like permit pay or just install straight up 50 grand? Everything. Like, like yeah. Just the whole like the uh, whole shebang like yeah, yeah. permits being submitted and installs and everything mm-hmm. so i wrote it down over 50 sales um i think i wound up creating like maybe 45 accounts which is like 45 sales Same. something you something got in it. the range uh, only 28 wound up going through and i think maybe like 15 16 got installed but it's crazy the amount of sales i put down on paper this is the point i was trying to get at was the almost exactly the amount of sales that i actually made so like when you write stuff down and you stare at it every day, mm-hmm. it's like built Don't into. Touch that. Oh yeah, I keep. You hear that now? It. Yeah. Trying to give it a little <laughs> flick or something, like a little squeeze, a little pinch. Hold on, I'll get you. Yeah, I keep messing with that. I feel like I want to grab something. See, Jesse's got the beautiful mic over there. There we go. How am I now? It's still a slight hum, but do you, I could I just edit that out. <laughs> Oh no! It's I think gone. it's gone now. All right, there yeah, I don't go. hear it anymore. There we go. Do you remember what you were saying? Though? Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> point of the story was when you write stuff down and you stare at it every day, mm-hmm. and then all your actions throughout the day um, aid in attaining that goal. It's pretty crazy how magical it ha- like when you actually attain that goal. It's like wow, that works. Yeah, you that saw stuff this, you really s- works. Like the secret, we <clears throat> obviously like that's kind of like what we're talking about, right? Like the law of attraction. Yeah. But we had this guy on, uh, he's a theoretical physicist, uh, Lawrence Krauss. You ever hear of him? No. No. He's literally, if I showed you a picture of him, you'd know who he is. He's known as like the smartest guy alive. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that I got him on. Don't even ask. But he's literally on TV. Got him on here? Yeah, he's been on. Oh, wow. He's literally on the science channel like right now. You know, like he's always on. And he was saying like the law of attraction is 100% bullshit. Like totally down saying that it's bullshit and it's like fake and shit. And I don't know. I couldn't agree with him on that. Like, I have a dream board in my room, and I know, like, the things that I have up there, maybe they won't be exactly what I have up there, but I'll have, they mean something of which I will attain. Like, you know, like. I feel like it's like a, in a way, maybe everything doesn't happen the way you thought it was going to happen. But at the end of the day, it gives you a direction to, to aim for. You know, like, when you're a ship, uh, this I'm sure everybody has heard this analogy. When you're like a boat or a ship leaving a harbor, it's like you need a destination and you're just going to float around the sea. Mm. So it's like not everything is going to happen the way you thought it was going to happen, but at least you have a port that you're heading towards. You, you know, know where you're going or you have a general idea of where you're going, right. the direction. Gener- yeah. yeah. That vision. That vision. Yeah. You know, it's like a ship without a rudder. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Right. So a ship that's going somewhere, it has GPS, it has cargo. It has a bunch of people on it. It has a rudder. It has everything. And when it has everything involved, it's going to get to that destination. But picture a ship, cargo ship, wherever it is, that doesn't have a GPS, doesn't have cargo, doesn't have all that stuff. It's, it's just going to, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to know where it's going. Yeah. And I think kind of relating to this topic, but not really, I mean, I feel like a lot of people mistake, like people think that they can just like, be happy like i understand like you know being happy like it takes work 
I know that sounds crazy, but like being happy takes work. Like it's not just this thing where, you know, you're just going to do one thing and you're going to be happy. Like it, it takes, it's a sacrifice, mm. right? And everyone, everyone has their own definition of being happy. But to me, mm-hmm. being happy is, is feeling fulfilled, yeah. feeling abundant. Me, I, I struggle with this problem where it's like, I can never be satisfied. You know, like this week between, you know, it's Monday and between last week and Monday, I think we did probably close to like 16 deals. We're in a big championship and whatnot. And, you know, it's not even the hardest we've worked. It's just the smartest we've worked because you need to work hard first before you can work smart. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the whole thing is like going back to that, if that made sense. like I know what you're saying. You need to literally like being happy. it, It takes work. It does. It really does. People make it some big thing, but it being happy takes work to me. Yeah. So it's it's all uh, it's all whatever you think. Like if you're genuinely and you're not bullshitting, like you you love waking up every morning and going to your nine to five and going to your desk, and that's something you actually love. Like whatever, good. If <laughs> but if you're don't bullshit, you know, like oh shit, you did it again. You know what it is? I kick, what? I kicked the stand by accident. <laughs> no, it's my fault. Like I need better equipment. There you go. We're it's a little pin. On. It's like a slight pinch. Dude, it's good though, because I gotta lean this way so the camera can <laughs> get your so good side. Rock yeah. with it. But yeah, like I said, like it's nine. To, if you're if you're loving that, then good. More power to you. But like, don't bullshit yourself and don't be like, I hate Mondays. I, the weather sucks today, and be pissed about traffic and stuff you can't control. Because that, that I I you're not genuinely happy, in my opinion. Every day is a fucking Monday. Yeah, every you day know, is a day. You know what? Same. You know what gets me through tough decisions, and it's funny. These aren't even tough decisions that I think about. This. It's just I think about this every day. Is and this is what helps me live my life the way I live it. Is picture yourself because this is going to happen one day, unless you die in a totally crazy way. But um, I picture myself in a hospital bed with all the nurses around me. I can't. Can we curse on here? Yeah, yeah. I can't piss or shit on my own. And um, I'm done at that point. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like you have to wake up. And at that, you have to wake up every day and just be grateful that you're not in that position. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I feel like when you, if you start your day like that, mm-hmm. the rest of the day is a good day. Any problem for us, Absolutely. we live in upper middle class area, white. We're white. Like we should never complain about anything, you know, like. Yeah. So anywhere else in the world, like who gives a fuck if someone like obviously deal with the anger at first but like someone like keys your car or something or some something like that like you you're gonna call you cause yourself a lot of stress for no reason if you just yes. think like who, you're fucking lucky to have someone to be able to scratch your car you know so true <laughs> yeah yeah like you know like if you switch it up like that i mean it, it's a paradigm shift on everything yep. that start we're working with being with. grateful yeah i learned that that's a book that's a book start start with grateful or something no start with why my bad (laughs) same same. yeah but yeah that that's huge honestly uh, that's so huge i'm dane vikander taught me that Mm -hmm. everything i was like dude i got this ticket one day and it ruined my whole day and i didn't know what to do it ruined my whole day and i didn't want to do anything and he's i was like dude what do i do he goes and this will this change my whole perspective on everything it's start with being grateful like Mm -hmm. i got the ticket but I could also be like, you know what? I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that I didn't hit someone with my car. Yeah. I'm so grateful that I didn't lose my license. I'm so grateful that maybe the ticket could have been double, right? Like, yeah. Like what Gary Vee says, he's like, listen, if I just walked out right now and got hit by a bus, 
I'd be like, damn shit, I should have worked out maybe like five minutes earlier. <laughs> like everything's on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like be grateful for that. But then, you know, other thing, like I, I, I think a big shift on what separates people from like actually achieving what they want is taking full responsibility. I've struggled with this. Sometimes I still do. Yeah. It's like taking, when we talk about this, taking full responsibility for exactly where you're at right now, acknowledging it, looking mm-hmm. in the mirror like, damn, you know what? Making a decision like, dude, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Everything that happens is me. Yeah, man. Anything good or bad that's happening in your life right now is because of you. It's you. There's nothing outside that could made it that way. Nothing enforced its will on you. You know, you attracted whatever attracted, you know, whatever is happening to you. I feel like 100%. Yeah. And I feel that's also like maturity. Well, if you're in that mindset, I feel like you're in such a good position to do great things because you know Mm -hmm. that. Every sec, every minute of the day, you kind of like, you got to get up and do shit yourself. Yeah. Life's not going to just happen for you. You got to make it happen. But one thing um, that I wanted to say was I feel like one big thing, and this kind of like relates to it, is especially in this in this business, when, when bad things happen to you, not even just in this business, but in life in general, um, or what might look like a bad thing. I feel like what separates those from succeeding and those from not succeeding or even those from being happy and those not being happy is knowing that that's supposed to happen. Like that's part of the journey. And I can relate this to what we do, the business that we're in. Um, A customer cancels on you. You get a door uh, shoved in your face. and Or the other day we had a guy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, word for word. The guy literally said, get the fuck out of First here. First words, I love those. Like, we're okay. <laughs> those are so funny. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, you just walk away? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. We, Some mean, people yeah. push it. Trust Some me. Some people push there it. There was a lot. That and then we saw three people on that block. On the same block. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. like knowing that that stuff is part of the journey mm-hmm. is just so big, man. And it's like when you have that stuff happen to you or even stuff bigger than that that happens to you in life, that's part of it because when the good stuff that you really want happens to you, it's just that much more like fruitful and that much more uh, tasteful, however you want to put it. Yeah. You, you feel it that much more. Gary V, dude, like enjoy eating the shit because you need to eat it. <laughs> yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. You need to love that shit. <laughs> Get familiar with it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I, I love this. I mean, definitely thanks for you know having us beat you on here. For dude. sure. Yeah. Oh, man. For sure. Man. I think. A big thing is when you is who you surround yourself with, right? Um, and that's like another topic. But I feel like the table and the circle is so much more fun when you're around winners and people that actually want to go somewhere. And that's not putting down people that don't want to go somewhere. They just want to do their thing, nine to five, forty, 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 right? Wake up in a box, brush mm-hmm. their teeth with a box, look at a box, <laughs> drive to work in a box. Oh, fuck, that's scary, sit, dude. And then they sit in a box, right? <laughs> yeah. They sit in another box, and then they pick up a box, they make phone calls in a box the whole day. <laughs> they hang up the box, and all of a sudden, while they're at work, right, their car, what they pay for, that they're not even in the whole day because they're not enjoying it, right, because they're in their little cubicle box thing. And they're paying for the car while they're not enjoying it, and they're also paying for their home at home. That they're they're not, paying for their they're home not even in. that they're not even in. They spend and more. It's a box. Their- <laughs> it's another fucking box. So it's like box, box, box. Like I'm paying for all this shit. All these and boxes. I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. Like no, man. It's like you. 
you go to this job for and you're paying for your house with this job and you're at the job more than the house and you don't even enjoy the house so it's like man and i don't know how i I don't know how i got off on that tangent but i mean no you felt that you had to let it out hanging around like being around the right people and i feel like there's nothing bad about doing what you want to do nothing bad about nine to five but for me just like gary v says like if you cut me open right now like you know, I, I don't think like being an entrepreneur is cool and all that stuff. Like he says, like I'm not doing it because I want to get bitches and girls and stuff. Like, like that's just what it. That's just what I am. That's just what we are, right? So it's just like you need to hang around people that are on your path. You need to stop letting shit weigh you down. And if you want to fly, if you want to do what you want to do, then you need to you need to stop hanging around certain people. You're a product of the five people you're hanging with the most. And dude, honestly, like whether it's your family, whether it's you know your girlfriend, like you could. You know, I love my family, right? But I want to be around people that have what I want. Mm-hmm. Some of my family love you to death. They don't have what I want, mm-hmm. right? I yeah. look up to a lot of them, but I'm not going to follow someone who doesn't have what I want, right? Yeah. So it doesn't mean you're not like friendly with that. You don't not friendly with them, but it's just like I, I, I you're, I'm in a different place right now. You know, like I, I, because I'm saying this because I'm like talking to my friends that I have done this to. Where I've had to be like, all right, I've noticed a pattern here and I yep. I just can't be around this. I'm not saying we're not friends anymore. I'm not saying I, I'm not friendly with you, but I just can't be around it and it's not good for me at this point. Maybe one day, you know, like I'll see you again and we'll hang out and stuff. Yeah. But like I'm not going out on Friday, Saturday anymore, getting wasted and uh, just living for weekends. I I want their when I do things like this. Time doesn't exist. You know, like I'll be on here and I'll look back and we've been on for two hours and I'll be like, where did it go? And it's because we're in flow, you know, like we're flow stating where uh, we're just we're just talking, you know, like yeah. and that's what the, the things that I want to do. Like time doesn't really exist when you're doing the things that you love to do. And day the day doesn't exist night or day, you know, and that's where I'm trying to get to. 24 7 yeah dude, i love that too i feel like it's a it's a vicious cycle um for certain people especially the majority of people who i guess aren't doing what they want to do um and they're in they're on that path some hey some people are loving you know some people love doing what they do day in and day out if they have if you got a job and it's a nine to five and you love what you do good for you man i, I kind of i'm jealous of that in a way yeah i'm not you there know? yet i'm not yeah so so it's like <clears throat> but I mean, I feel like your time here is just so limited. I could never fit. I could never fit. I feel like I'm a, I want to say this right. I'm a square peg. I can't be put in a round hole. You know what I mean? Like I can't, I can't be put in a position where that somebody has already created for me. You know what I'm saying? Like even in a, like in a corporate ladder, even in VIT, even in, you know, Vivin in it's, a certain in a way, way. yeah, man. It's like, I love the freedom we have with this job because it's basically your business. Mm-hmm. You know, you're basically an entrepreneur, but, um, you know, my imagination runs fast and I just, I need my freedom, my individuality to create my own routine, to create my own structure. Um, because at the end of the day, I'm the one creating my, my, my life. And yeah, you're position. in control. You I'm, can I'm painting that you canvas. Want. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like I can't. It's not painted for you. It's not you painted know? for me. <laughs> yeah. I, they're not gonna, you know, pick me up and put me into that spot. I, I kind of, yeah. kind of just gotta like stroke it myself and trial know, and error, man. That's it. Yeah, that's what we're doing right I now. I love that. And Ty said something yesterday when I was in the car. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give all credit to him. He said. He said 
whatever, and you can elaborate on this, he said, whatever I got to do to keep the fire burning inside, I'm going to do it. And I love that because that's literally the definition of my life. I don't care what anyone thinks. I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. At this point in the game, I just know what I want. I know what I have to do, even though I get set back sometimes. I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep the fire burning inside. That's just that's just what it is. Yep. Whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a doctor, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're knocking doors, whether you're a garbage man, whether you're in sales, it doesn't matter. Whatever is going to keep the fire burning inside, I'm going to do it. And and you can elaborate that, dude. But when you said that, that just freaking hit home, and I I, I love that. That's like the definition of my life <laughs> for sure. Yeah, awesome. I mean, I and that's why I told you too, because I knew it would kind of resonate with you for sure. Um, I, I I'll tell a story that relates to that. Um. This past December, I I made I made the most money I've ever made in one month. This past December, and um, uh, it was around like tw- it was between twenty to twenty five thousand dollars in a month. The most money I've yeah, ever made. Congrats! Dude. Thank That's you, awesome. I appreciate that. And it was kind of like life changing for me, just to show me what I'm capable of, and to show me that all the hustle that I put in. Not bad. Twenty two years old. Paid off. Bad, uh, thank you. It paid off. You know, and um. For me, when it came towards the holidays and it came towards, uh, and, and at that point when I was hustling for that, it was easy to keep my fire going because I knew what I had to do next. I just had to keep going and knock on another door, knock on another door, talk to another customer, recruit another rep for the office, train another. So it was just easy to keep that fire going. But when it came around the holidays and it came around New Year's, things start to slow down. You know, it gets cold, can't stay outside as long. So I'm like, what? Like, I feel myself start to slow down. So where I'm going with this is content, right? Like like you have the money now in the bank and it's like, "Mm, I could take a day right here if I wanted to. I could have took the whole or a week or a couple months. I could have took (laughs) a month and a half. Go to Cali. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Like go to Vegas or go wherever I wanted to go. Like I could have done it, but that's not who, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love travel. I'm going to travel the world, but that's, you know, I kind of want to make some, make some money for, I'll do it throughout, but. Dude, you're so young. Like just keep, do what, do what you're doing. Like you're, how you're my, my age, twenty six. Oh, you're. I'm twenty eight. So like, you guys are ahead of the game right now. You know, twenty eight. I didn't know you're twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I just turned twenty eight. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Heck yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> like I said, like if time doesn't exist, then age doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, age is an, age is just a number. I feel like I'm oh, s- sure. a seventeen little girl still. Like, mm-hmm. just like, you know, I'm more excited about life now. Than <laughs> Seven, I'm a seventeen. Still, still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more excited about life now than ever, man. Like I'm yep. getting more in shape than I. I used to be forty pounds heavier than this. Like. I'm just, you know, like I'm loving it right now. Good for you. Congrats, yeah, yeah, seriously. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Not looking for praise. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but yeah, what I what I was saying was around that time, around that time of the year, it was easy to kind of slow down. It was harder to keep my fire going. Yeah, especially when not everybody around you is trying, kind of like keeping their fire going. So I made my money. I did for myself. So I'm like, what could I do? It was time for me to give back. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember I went to go. I went to the dollar store. Um, I bought, I think like maybe 15 boxes of, of maxi pads, 15 boxes of tooth, toothpaste and toothbrushes and sweatshirts and sweatpants and socks and earmuffs and gloves and whatever. And, um, I put them all in like a little gift bag and I was going to give 15 bags out to homeless people. To me, it was like, you know, it's, I did for myself. It's time to, time to give back. So just like little things like that, I feel like 
keep the fire keep the fire going to to go back to what you were just saying if you like doing stuff like that we've had a couple nonprofit organizations on hook you up with them like they do stuff like that all the time i've done a few things with them yeah yeah let me know i love i love giving whenever i get the chance to to get back or to make somebody's day even if it's like somebody behind the counter at a dunkin donuts Mm -hmm. give them a compliment you know just be nice to them oh yeah man it's so crazy how like you'll see people just be so rude and it doesn't cost anything to just be nice to someone like you even at a coffee shop a gas station like whatever like it's this Come on, man. Like, what's the big deal? Just make it a part of you, you know? Makes they're, your day better, they're too. They're you so on like, some level. Like, yeah. they have gone, they feel the same emotions. You know, like, we feel the same feeling of stress that Bill Gates feels. Yeah. It's for a different reason, but it feels the same. Like, he's stressing because Apple's crushing him, but and we're stressing because, whatever, a, a solar deal. But it's the same feeling. And yep. he's feeling that same exact thing that you're going through. So it's like, everyone really is connected and the same so we need to treat each other literally equally because we are equal <laughs> like that's what it is uh, we're all connected yeah man. yeah oh yeah you're believers in that absolutely all right yeah, cool 100%. we are on the same page we always talk about like we me and uh, people i've had on the show like we're from we think we're from one consciousness you know and then it was just spread out into all these different human beings, but it's from the same thing and whatever you want to call it, God or the universe, whatever it is, it's the same thing. Whatever's up there. Yeah. And all religions are the same base, you know, be nice to everyone. It's the same religion. It's the, the, the golden rule of it's everything. Like the same script. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all the same. I'm not religious at all. Are you guys? Me, I'm not religious. No. Yeah. I, I'm, I pray. I, I pray every day. You do, sure. yeah. Like Christian, he's more every, of a, yeah, yeah. God, yeah, I, like, yeah. I, I pray every day. I don't go to church as much as I should. Mm-hmm. I don't remember last time I did, mm-hmm. uh, but I feel like it's not really about that, you know. No, I yeah, you don't need to go there to that internal feeling, how you feel, and, and what you do. It's your own personal connection with your God, you know. Like that's it. Yeah, I heard and, a quote. Go ahead. No, I mean, my I feel like I pray every day in my own way by like meditating and you know like being thankful and grateful for things you know yeah Yeah, go for it you know like i feel like that's my prayer but i'm not literally saying you're god and all this stuff but it's praying in a way yeah no i hear you absolutely (laughs) yeah i've been big into meditation and there's been stages where i don't meditate at all or there's been stages where i I meditate every night right yeah Yeah. it's like you go through cycles like that but um quote i heard was now that we're on the topic is uh some people believe god is a frequency and i actually shout out to Johnny Mandolino. Like a sound? No, no, no. Or like, like you'll like like almost like a <clears throat> like God is a frequency that you tune into as a human being. Mm. You know, so it so it's it's less like a like a man in the sky or a woman in the sky, um but it's more of like a, a frequency that you cuz I believe in vibration like and feeling? energy. Yeah. I feel like everything is energy. Um so you, this goes back to the age. You can be 30 years old and have and have so much more energy than somebody who's 18 or 20, mm-hmm. 22, you know? So I feel like we're all energy. We're all frequency. God is a frequency, a frequency that we tune into. Um, mm. And if you believe in that, you know, you're not necessarily praying with your hands in the sky to a God, like, uh, but you're more of like staying on your own shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I like, you. like you're, you're keeping, you're making yourself feel good um, every day. You're getting in tune with like the flow of the universe or the flow of whatever it is you who you want to be the things you want to accomplish 
you know it's being open to things like that too <coughs> yeah <coughs> like like things like every day universe or god whatever is telling you something and showing you that you're in the right place because no matter where you are you're going through the thing you're supposed to be going through whether you think it's bad or not that's how it's supposed to be like you were saying before and he like you'll see things yo can you grab yeah, me one i two? was just gonna <laughs> say yeah just you okay yeah oh wait there's one right here no did you finish that one? Nice. Sweet. There was another Stella, right? Oh, yeah, there it is. Sweet. Thank you. Uh, do you know what I... Oh, fuck, I lost it. Frequency and God. Frequency and, gods. Uh, I think we got it. Yeah, I think that's what, yeah. <laughs> Relig- what up? Yeah, keep it unless yeah, keep it rolling. If anyone's yeah. How many what do we got, Jess? Yeah? Cool. What's so, up, guys? What's going on everybody? <laughs> Facebook. Hope everybody's getting some nice Kelvin, Miko. Entertainment out of this or some value. Kelvin, what's up, dude? Miko. Hope you're doing well. What's good, Miko? You know you know these guys? No, I don't know Miko or Kelvin. Oh, uh, me neither. Yeah. They seem like cool dudes though. Yeah, they do. If they're watching, they're cool. All right, so let's get back on track. We this is what always happens. We go we go off on tangents. Let's get it like a timeline going. All right, so Vimo ends right. Vimo's over. When yeah. did Vimo end, and what happened from there? Can we did we did we get you want to start you? Did we get into the solar aspect or the transition? No. no, but is that one on? I think we went off. We did not. But there now you it's go. on. There you go. <laughs> so. About four years ago, I got a call saying that people were doing solar. Someone that I knew from network marketing, his name is Jake Cunha, and he contacted me saying that, hey, dude, we need someone that knows how to build a business. We need someone that gets people fired up, and we sell solar. So I said, how do you sell solar? He says, we sell solar door to door. I say, I don't know about that. But I was at a point where I was at a crossroads. So I was doing network marketing. I was also working at a, a sales dealership. And I was at a point where I really didn't, I wasn't happy, right, um, where I was. So I needed Weren't to change. fulfilled, like you said. <clears throat> not even close. Yeah. I wasn't even close. And I was just like mad at myself. I was like, I'm not, you know, I, I, I should be in a different position than where I'm at right now. Long story short, I uh, I said, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. This was about four years ago. I said, I dropped everything. I broke up my girlfriend. I I quit my job and I told my family that I was I was moving to California. I told Tyler that I was moving to California. That's a big like three different things to do right there. <laughs> like, yeah, the big biggest. Job. Yeah, that's you know that's commitment. Yeah, straight commitment. And I was like, I'm just gonna do this, right? And I was still doing network marketing at the time. Uh, different company. I'm just good at, it, so I just kept on doing it, and. Three weeks later, April 28th of 2013, I believe, um, or 2014, packed everything up, drove across country, you know, 2,800 miles, picked up my buddy in Chicago, and I, I lived in California for three and a half years. I was a, uh, I was part of two companies before I was a vice president of sales of a solar uh, company. It was a startup. I was a vice president of sales. I think it was like uh, Da Vinci, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Da Vinci Energy, it's still going. So shout out to Da Vinci guys out there. 
Wow, that's cool. It's still going? Yeah, still going. Yep. Those guys are crushing out there in California, also in Boston. Awesome. Man. And um and yeah, man. So it's it was it was history ever since then. And what it really comes down to is is now I'm just at a point where I know what I have to do. I know what the people around me, like I know who is in it to win it. And I'm married to the freaking game, straight up. I'm not just married to entrepreneurship. I'm married to what I'm involved in right now. And I just don't care about that many things. And, and, and like, I don't care that about that many things. But what I have to do right now and what's going to propel me forward and the people around me and the people that really, really want to win. And that's just where I'm at right now. Surround yourself with those people, like yeah. you said before. And, and and now we're here. I was like, you know, the previous company I wanted me to stay in California, and I just didn't want to do it. I wanted to be home. I wanted to be back in Long Island. Um, got a really really big opportunity to work with Vivint, um, a really big one, and back in my home state, back in my hometown, working with my best friends. You know, um, and I'm just so I've been more, I'm just. I couldn't be more excited about the future. Couldn't be more mm-hmm. excited about where we're at right now as a company, um, Vivint Plus, um, which is a little separate than Vivint. And Vivint yeah. Plus is Vivint Smart Home, right? Vivint or Smart Home and Vivint Solar. Yeah. Yep. Same thing. And Sprint. Yeah. It's like oh, a Vivint true. And Sprint How is Sprint well. going? I've and never sold. I don't really Sprint. care about Sprint. Yeah. You now haven't tried. No, you really haven't switched yourselves, or it's, cool. it's like more stuff to do. Yeah. Something else you know? to do, yeah. If if like they bring up, oh, <clears throat> my phone's so annoying, I got to switch, and it's like, all right, maybe I'll get in there. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. like while you're building rapport or whatever, you know, like you yeah. just slip it in there a little bit. I I always say on here, like Vivint, I got more out of Vivint than I did from college. Like yeah. I learned so much from there, and anyone yeah. who maybe doesn't really know what because this is what the position i was in i got out of school and i was didn't know what direction i wanted to go in i did i knew i didn't like office jobs and i couldn't i just didn't want to do it and then someone such a unique opportunity like you can have the bad initially the stereotype of it being negative to go door to door and then you think about what you're actually doing and how valuable it is to be able to have the balls to knock a door and introduce yourself to someone, get them to like you, let you in their house and have them sign a 20 year agreement because they like you in an hour. Yeah. You know, like that's invaluable, man. Yep. Yeah. And that's something like Vivint is. And, and the fact that they push you to read books and like better yourself, you know, like that's rare in any company. 100%, dude. Big plug for I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I could not agree more. You know? Yeah. Stuff like that. And, like, this is coming from someone who graduated college. Like, you've done no. both. Yeah. yeah exactly. I've done, done both. them both, yeah. and Vivint's more valuable. Like, if you're if it's Vivint or college for you, you go to Vivint. Go to <laughs> Go to <laughs> like, and, and Unless you want to be a doctor. Yeah. Don't be a doctor. Or an attorney. No, I'm just kidding. Or a nurse. Or a nurse. And I yeah. think... Nurses are good. With, with, with just everything, I think... The reason why I have the mindset that I do today and all you guys, for me, it was I needed to be able to grow myself. Personal development is probably the only reason why I'm here today. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed to be able to experience so many other different things, whether it's books, whether it's audios, or whether it's mentors that I've had in my life that impacted me so just that have impacted my life beyond what I could even ask. Mm -hmm. And that is the only reason why I'm here today because 
I feel like in sales and business and everything, you know, the more you work on yourself, the the more it's going to show in your business, the more it's going to show in your company. Yeah. So leading from the front, as yes. Vivian says, you know, absolutely. That's, that's and it's really true. Yeah. Because you know Mike Brand, right? You heard him. No. Oh, really? Mike Brand was before you guys came when I was working Vivint Solar, like when I got most of my time in at Vivint. He was the number one guy, and he's out in San Diego now, and he's the number one guy over there. But, like, I would see him in meetings taking notes, and he's the number one. He was the regional manager of, like, the whole East Coast, and he's taking notes. So it's like, what are you doing? How can can you know something he doesn't know? Student of the game. Yeah, man. So Mike Brand, respect. He knows knows who he is. Shout out, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I always feel like that's the way to. That's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like you can motivate people by getting up in front of the room and saying, "You gotta do this. You gotta do that. This is what you need to do." You know what are you doing? Like you have to just show people. Take a video of yourself doing that on the door or whatever you're trying to train them on. Yeah, and send that to them. Well, that's what gets yeah. through. And I, something to go along with that is uh, lead lead by vibration. Not by what you say. Yeah. You know? You like the frequencies and the vibes. It's just so... I just it's real, it. man. It's just, I, I just believe in that. Like, lead by vibration. Lead by what you do mm-hmm. rather than by what you say. Because at the end of the day, that energy people are going to pick up on. Mm-hmm. Not what you say. And this goes back to what you said before. The more, the less you say, the more people remember. You know? So well, it's, yeah. that was a fortune cookie, actually, right? <laughs> yeah, yesterday I got a fortune cookie. <laughs> but it was when we were talking about, look, we gotta simplify this process to keep these reps in the in the office because we've had many come in, many leave. Big turnover, yeah. high turnover. Yeah. So it's like what do we what could we do better? We're like, let's simplify the process. What do people really need to know when they come in? The 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 less the better. The better. The That's more how it is. The less we say, the more they're gonna remember. The simpler it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. For them to stay in, learn it, and just implement it. Especially someone who's new to knocking. You know, like the biggest thing I think for new reps, from what I've seen, is just going on the door and just throwing up, you know, basically word vomiting. Yeah. And just going going into everything, the tax credit, you know, like not trying to transition and just going into the whole spiel and like how much you're going to benefit. Give, give, give. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no takeaways, exactly. Yeah. But that's vivid. That's how they teach you. And they... I at first I sucked like I did the same shit I did that stuff but uh I got so comfortable with it and then I didn't I'm not saying like I did well I've said a million times like I didn't put my heart into Vivint I uh I did for a while and then I got to like where you were and then I didn't keep going and I just got content (laughs) and uh and then I just fell off but I don't know it wasn't it's not it's run its course for me I feel like knocking and stuff like that but I totally respect people who knock doors more than i don't like more than a lawyer in my eyes like it's i know how hard it is and how much rejection people have to deal with that knock doors yeah i I love that and dude Mm -hmm. this is where you're now look what you're doing (laughs) i feel like this is i would love to do something like this yeah do it dude you can do it on a regular basis like this is fun this is where you're supposed to be for sure hell yeah man it's i uh i love you got your value out of Vivint. Oh, hell yeah, yeah, man. Hell yeah. I tell everyone that. Like, never would trade Vivint for anything. Like, uh, working anywhere else. Because I wouldn't... I don't think I'd be in this mind state that I'm in. I don't know if it would have led me to read all these books. Like, maybe I just would, would just be doing what I was doing. It's up there. Totally my iPad up. 
Oh, it's oh, a, the was it the Maxwell book? Uh, it was uh the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, good book by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've that never read it, but cold yeah. things. It's uh, it teaches you. The biggest thing I got out of that book was how to understand someone. If you truly want to understand someone, you, you. All right, so like the way it explains it is the number one human need is to be understood. So if you're feeling misunderstood, you're not going to communicate well with someone because you're going right. to think that they don't understand you. So this book teaches you like the steps on how to get someone to feel like they understand you. So like we could have, if I feel like you don't understand me, we have to sit down and you got to tell me how you feel and I have to not respond in any way. And I have to just keep saying, all right, keep going, like keep going. And then when you feel like I understand you, then we're done. And you tell me like out of your mouth, like, all right, I think you understand me now. And I feel like it's genuine. That changes everything because now you feel a real connection with me and you think that guy gets that guy gets me. Is that like a is that a practice? It's number seven, I think, or number six of the seven habits. Like if you sit down and you practice, you could, you do that like a little I'm trying, exercise. I'm trying with my family. Like it's actually really good if it, like you do that in like an office or your family. It's like look, we'll do like a little five minute exercise, just try and convey a story to somebody, and then once you get it, be like, okay, I got it. And it's like all right, now we're communicating or whatever. It's like yeah, man, like that. Really, it yeah. forces you to be on the same page because yeah. you're saying, all right, man, I think you, I think you get it now. And it changes at the game. And I haven't gotten there yet with the family. But, you know, like for me, I've always I've talked about this a little bit, but like family for me growing up was they worked nine to fives and they still do. They get home. They go in at six and they get home at like seven. So I never really saw them growing up. So the communication wasn't there. So I'm trying to build that at this point and get the whole family like on the same page. But you know, it's going to take a lot of time and it's going to hurt too. Like you're going to hear things you don't want to hear, like their yeah. opinions of you and shit. And that's what the book talks about. It's like, you got to take it all and it's going to hurt, but you're supposed to feel that hurt. Like you said, and yeah, right. it's, it. it's how it's not how you're going to grow. Exactly. Yeah. Cool, man. I love how we're on the same page here. It's a harmony. Dude, I haven't actually, I haven't like read that much lately, to be honest. You um, were when I left Vivint. You were the big. You talked about reading more than anyone. I did. I, yeah, I did. I used. You to were be, really in there. I used to be really big, re- and I still read. I still read. Um, but I feel like, and this I was gonna say this before, but now that we're we're into it, good. Um, I, I've been through a couple stages in my life, and I feel like right now I'm in the stage where it's I gotta do. Um, I'm so like go. The point, the point yeah. of it's just go. It's gas pedal for uh, me. Action, baby action and i feel like that's when you learn the most to be honest but as long as you're conscious enough to like discern as you're going you know does that make sense oh yeah man i yeah. i, I <clears throat> gary v is why i started just doing it you know like he it was one of his Me, videos yeah. i watched him for like seven or eight months straight or every day and then finally one video he was like shut this shit off right now and go do something like stop watching me and i from then like i've I still see his Instagram, but I don't watch him anymore because I literally am like, instead of watching that video, I'm going to go do this and edit that or go write this, email this dude and get shit done now. You know, like, and it's, it's like, a, I'm literally just listening to these people tell me what to do. Like, he's like, go do Twitch. All right. Do, t- do yeah. Twitch. Like, like, it's like, they're talking to me, giving me personal advice in my eyes. It's funny because I, I haven't seen, I forgot what Gary Vee talked about 
like someone was like, oh, you just, you literally just popped up overnight. You know, like we just saw you. And he was like, you fucking kidding me? Like I've been putting out content for 10 years. Yeah, plus. You know, and I feel like that, that's one every thing day. That people, every single day for 10 years. And so many people give, I know it's so cliche, but at the end of the day, that's really what it is. People give up and they shortchange themselves. You know, my grandpa talks about it all the time. He's like, you should never shortchange yourself, ever, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, from Bronx Tale, the worst thing in life is a, wor- is, a, is a waste of talent. I love how you referenced the Bronx yeah. Tale. We've referenced that a few times. Good. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> such a good freaking movie. So many lessons in yeah. the Bronx Tale, man. But, but so many people, like, whether you're trying to build a social media page or you're trying to build a business or a company, whatever you want to do, so many people freaking give up too soon. And they're like, oh, I've heard this before. Don't give up. Don't do this. Don't do that. But it's the simple. Have you shit. tried it? Yeah. yeah. Like, have you tried it? <laughs> have you tried fucking doing it every single day, every single minute? Do you really, really, really want it? Because people actually for want four shit. months. Yeah. Five months. Six months. Six months. Eight months. Why do it for a couple fucking years? Dude, anyone can get excited about an idea for a week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. We talk about this all the time in the meetings. But who's going to be consistent? Who's not going to get complacent? Who's going to freaking push forward when... Every every bad freaking thing is, is happening. So mm-hmm. I mean, the, what what it really comes down to is how consistent are you going to be, right? What are you going to actually let hold you back, and what are you going to let push you forward? So exactly. Yeah. And when it's ten degrees out, fifteen degrees out, mm-hmm. who's out there? Who's going to be out there? Mm-hmm. You got to keep that fire going. You got to just. Yeah. When our office was at its peak, not with you guys, but my other office. We had like 60 reps in there and everyone was in the group chat posting pictures every Saturday. And it was almost like everyone was on the phone call. Like no one would ever miss a phone call. Like it would just be like absurd. Like why would you miss a Saturday call? That makes no sense. There's like incentives and all this shit. Like what's the point? Like it was absurd. But then eventually people started just like not. I don't know. People slowly fade out. You know, 60 it's like a, it's, it's there also was 60 reps, we, 60 reps in a no, week. We signed up 225 accounts between all 60. <laughs> Johnny talk, yeah, he talks about yeah. that. sometimes. Yeah, that was the record. I don't it might still be. I'm, I mean, I'm sure. But Could be. who cares when who, how many went to install? We might you know? beat that right. this week. Okay. What? We might beat that this week. Yeah, you might. What, tear 225? That <laughs> I think we can get there. Yeah. <laughs> might have to hire like it's five good or that five you <laughs> just to kind of like. It's good for you guys that you're the first day of the solar people because I'm going to give you guys the deals. You know, like if, if it was someone else, it's whoever got here today, basically, because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to end up talking about it. You know, it's funny because <laughs> I love the I love the mentality for me is I don't know if you ever read the book Relentless with. Uh, uh, yeah, who that's not. um that's not uh, Tony Robbins. Right? No, it's not Tony. I think it's Tim. Grover. Yeah, Tim Grover. Tim Grover. Yeah. No, I never read. Yeah. It. So I didn't need to. I didn't read the whole book. I didn't. I read half the book. That's all I needed to read. So going back to the book topic, mm-hmm. uh, his name is Holton Bugs. He's a big network marketing guy. One of my old mentors um, through digital, through online, and all that stuff. And he he doesn't read books. He just kind of skims through and he takes every like one chapter, and he takes that one thing that's helped him grow the most. And just focuses on that, right? Like like Gary Vee says, focus on what you're good at and freaking grow from it. Get on there. Like, I'm not I'm not the best, you know. I don't I don't like reading, but I love, you know, focusing on what I can actually grow from it and, and honing in on that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 
I don't really know where I'm going with that, but mm-hmm. that that's just the biggest thing for me. Like I love being relentless. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's all I freaking know. When I've I want most, something, yeah. I freaking just that, that's all I want, and I I just don't want to stop for it. I got so much. Yeah, I just got relentless. a I just got a compliment for you. Someone was watching <laughs> the stream, and he was like, "At 22 years old, this kid is super sharp." Look at that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank Brett. you. I appreciate that. That's Brett. Um, I'm having him on later this week. Brett, Brett. Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. Oh, not uh, from Trinity. Okay. Yeah. I he used to be at Vivint. Mandolino told us about him. Yeah, I think I've heard the definitely heard the name Brett Goldstein. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that, Brett. Thank you. I don't know if he's still watching, but uh, I just saw this. He sent that at nine forty four, so it was like fifteen minutes ago. But yeah, no, he uh Brett's Brett's what I would think of as a master recruiter. Like he can He's recruited so many people. You see how well the Trinity office is, like how freaking pumped they are and stuff, and like banging tables and shit. Like that's all Brett. He got he brought all. Dude, those we gotta stop breaking and, shit. Yeah, we really do. Not breaking shit, but just banging tables. Like, no, we gotta break shit. I can see we Jason take breaking shit, like p- yeah. punching through a wall or some shit. We gotta <laughs> like, do like mud wrestling or something. Yeah, or throw a couple of chairs through like a like a window. Or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that that's all Brett right but there. But dude. I, going back to the, the relentless um yeah my bad no 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 dude i love going that's mm-hmm. funny because that reminds me we have to break shit now so I'm, I'm, i appreciate that <laughs> yeah. or or have like wrestling matches at the end of every meeting just to get some arm wrestling yeah get the blood going yeah hell yeah <laughs> so the, the relentless the relentless yeah um i don't know dude i just got so much out of that book because it just the background on that book tim grover he was the guy who trained um michael jordan the guy who trained Kobe Bryant yep. and Dwayne Wade. So if you put those resumes together, mm-hmm. I mean, Michael Jordan and Kobe alone um, and Dwayne Wade, it's like, so this That's guy wrote the book. 15 or 16 rings right there. Is it? Yeah. We got five, six, six five, and like three. three yeah. Is it three? Yeah, Wade has two or three. He's got I'm not three. a basketball guy. You guys know He's got three. Yeah, so then it's 14. 11, 14. 14 yeah. rings together. Yeah, so, man. So it's just what I got from that book is that like it's never enough. It's never enough. Mm-hmm. It's just like this mentality where like you could be number one um, and like at the end of the day, it's like, all right, now it's back to work. Mm-hmm. And they call them cleaners. It's like cleaners know that like nothing is ever going to make them um, satisfied um, or content. I, wanna say. I mean, they're happy and the, you're falling in love with the journey. So it's not like there's a destination that you're getting to. You like where you are. You're just <clears throat> falling in love with the process. And it's like, it's just never enough. Like Michael Jordan, after he won his fourth ring, it's like, all right. The next day, he's probably like, all right, how do I, how do I get that num- like number five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I guess you could relate it to anything, really. It's like you got the number one podcast in the country. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, maybe I'll take a break next year. It's like, hell no, no dude. Yeah. you number one again. That's, oh man, that's such a nice, you just like cha- open my eyes a little bit with that. Because it's like how I can't ever see myself not posting at this point. Like I have to put something out right at I love this it. point. Because of that reason, like I want to be the number one podcast. Yep. So like I how how could the number one podcast not post? It just doesn't make sense. So that's really cool that you said that right You're now. You're doing that. a disservice. Yeah. If you don't post. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fuck yeah, man. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> Keep going. Um, I'm gonna, dude. I'm content, not stopping. Content. I'm fucking backed up. I'm bringing new people in right now, though. How often do, do like, let's say you have a really famous podcast. 
or just some a podcast that people watch a lot, um, mm-hmm. how often do they put them out every day? What? How often do I put them out? Like, like, no. Let's say you get a podcast where a lot of people watch it. Like, a, I don't know, maybe Joe Rogan or oh, like a like a famous how, podcast. How many people watch his? Right. Like, I mean, look. So to put it in perspective, like the biggest thing that helps the podcast on iTunes is the people who leave reviews. If I could get a lot of reviews, I get on the map, and then I get on the suggested page, and then that's it. Then I'm making money from there. So Joe Rogan has over 10,000 reviews. I have like 200, you know? Do this. Does, does <laughs> or maybe Rogan, even less. I might, I might not that's even have 200. I might. I, I honestly might have just made that up. I don't know how many I have. I definitely have over like 10 or 20, but I don't know where. <laughs> that's good. I, I does, totally fucking just said that number. Do they... Do they post every day do they put out joe a rogan video? used to he used yeah. to do what i'm doing now so like i i'm taking his template he has to, he put them out four or five a week four or five a week that's and solid now he'll yeah. put out one or two a week two three at max you know like because he doesn't need to yeah. he, he's happy with what he's doing and he's making boatloads of money and he doesn't need to do it anymore he does it when he feels like it i i am doing it when i feel like it because i feel like doing it every day at this point because yeah. i have to keep getting better my voice has to get better. I could change the levels every day. Like when I listen back to it, like words that I say, saying what I just did, saying like too much and us and ums and all this shit. Like that's the stuff I'm trying to perfect and beating on your craft. Exactly. Yeah. It's like with knocking doors, you know, same kind yeah. of thing. And you're fixing your pitch. Same thing here in my eyes. Sure. All right. So let's get back to the timeline. <laughs> yeah. Timeline here. Um, all right. So fast forward. We. I so I need to kind of know like since I left like has anything crazy happened in like from November till now any big changes anything like that I mean I guess I don't know if it's supposed to go public but <laughs> a lot of pay scale changes yeah um, got a lot of don't go into detail but I like, won't go they're switching detail. in a little they're bit they switched it for sure um, good better or bad. in a you know in a really, oh, better. In a really yeah, good better, way for sure yeah, oh good definitely in a better way like more per killy? Yeah. Or like back end or both. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So it's like a grand Vivid slam always out. knows what they're doing, man. Yeah. They always are they're a step house. ahead. They really are. Uh, they're uh they just partnered with uh Nike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That's, That's big. big time, yeah. man. Are, do you have Nike like jerseys yet? <laughs> we do. <laughs> do you? It's funny you mentioned that um this <laughs> week they they owe us uh Johnny told me he'd buy me a hat and a and a and a jersey. Um, well, via via you know, Vivint Nike jersey and a Vivint hat. Um, remember the white hats they came in with the meeting? Yeah. If you hit a certain number, the uh, they're gonna buy you a hat and like a nice shirt. So we mm-hmm. hit the number. So they have Nike merch in the store right now and the Vivint store. Like you yeah. can buy shit. Yeah. Oh, you can buy Nike merch and, yeah. So they just implemented it like immediately. Too. Like yeah. I saw yeah. that like promo video. You know, like the one I'm talking about, Nike yeah. Kobe and all that. Yeah. And then the Vivint guys walking in the street. That was last like week, and now that they just have it automatically implemented. I think they had it before they let that video out. They uh, definitely did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. They move yeah. fast though. They really Always. do. One hundred percent. Even with their updates of Neo, is Neo still around yet? Right? Yeah, yeah, Neo's still here. Yeah, that's yeah. how we do our deals. Katie, yeah, Neo's still. Around. I didn't know if they Neo's changed it or whatever. Shout out to Katie, girl. Katie, who you my got? Girl, my girlfriend. Oh, she here? Yeah. She's listening. She's Shout watching. Shout out, right babe. Now. Love you. Oh, awesome. So you Same. both you both whipped, you both taken? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Your girls chill with each other. You're at that level. 
like yeah, double they, dating uh, and stuff. They chill with each other, but they no, like double dates and all that crap. Oh, we we hang out every yeah, night. We went out the other night. Yeah, the whole family went out. That's cool, dude. America. Maybe not as much as we should. Yeah, but we definitely hang out for sure. Yeah, it's a big thing having a having a good girl in your life. You know, if you're at that stage. Yeah, man. You know, dude, I had absolutely. one for a while. Lost her. Four years, four years ago. Yeah. You know, like it, it's big. Yeah. It it does help a lot. You were in love, but you don't need them. Yeah, well, I was. Yeah, yeah. One, I've loved one person so far. You know, like I don't believe in the one. I believe in a one. I feel like, <laughs> like I agree. I, I really agree sauce. with you on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah, I gotta say, and it's funny because girls they they really believe in like, um, like I, my let me just my bad. Go no 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 go ahead. Yeah, my please, mentality yeah. on it is like. I live in a bubble in Massapequa. There's 8 billion people in the world. Yeah. Whatever, 5 billion of them are girls. There's 8 billion people now? Yeah, there's 8. We're at 8. Oh, wow. oh my God. Yeah. I it was 7.4 or something. Yeah, and, oh, maybe. My bad. Whatever. I was, uh, I was doesn't like. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. More than half of them are girls. Like, how can I assume that the one and only person I'm supposed to be with lives within 50 miles of me? You know, like, that's what I was thinking. Like, so a, maybe she was a one, someone I could have definitely ended up with in another universe. It probably happened. I I believe in, like, multiverses and all that stuff. But she was a one, you know, like, they're it's a good perspective. The only person yeah, I like that. Yeah, man. Like the only thing if I love myself, you know, like I can't. What else do I need? You know, like that's icing on the cake for me. It's not like something I absolutely need to be happy. I can be happy by myself at this 100%. point. Well, I feel like if you can't, I feel like you can't fully be in love with somebody else until you you're fully in love with yourself. Yeah. You know, so that's that, something they say, right? That's that's a definitely like a saying. It is definitely a saying. That's <laughs> for sure. Some sort. I've seen it that on a good like, quote or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I feel like it's so true, though. You know, because yeah. like, how are you supposed to fully show love for somebody else mm-hmm. if you're not like so happy with yourself? Mm-hmm. You can't I'm, like. Shed that you're love. not emitting the frequency, that, the light that you're talking about. Thank you. I was looking for the words. Yep. There it is. Yeah, you got it. I wouldn't want to. I mean, I I'd rather love myself completely before I can love someone else because it's. I mean, you don't feel fulfilled. Yeah. So how are you gonna go give? And you'll give, take give, it out give. on that person in passive aggressive ways of, but it's just your own unhappiness that you're taking out on them. It's not. You're not really fucking pissed that they ate your sandwich or some shit or like whatever like like that doesn't actually bother you it's something else that's going on there you know so true yeah that's all i'm trying to get to that point if you're not on your own shit it's easy to pick out other stuff in other people yeah you know what i mean and those things you're picking out if you really think about it you also do those things right (laughs) like yeah yeah, like like, i'll be like oh i hate when this guy just fucking goes off on a tangent and talks about this shit and like I'll think like I do that all the time. What am I saying? Like I'm such a fucking hypocrite. Like, <laughs> I, what am I saying to myself? I don't hate that. Or like you'll feel yourself getting annoyed at, you. and then you got to catch yourself and go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I do that sometimes. You know, a huge book for me. It wasn't really um like a Tony Robbins or a Gary V kind of book. It's called The Untethered Soul. You heard of that? I've read half of it. Oh, dude. Yeah. Nice, dude. About the roommate in your head. I don't know if I got that far. Okay. Because I was, go ahead though. I, I, I read like half of it and then I kind of just put it down because it was very like deep, very deep in detail. That I didn't fully get it when I was reading it. So yeah. but go ahead. It's by Michael Singer. It's, um, I've read it like three times. 
it talks about how there's that voice in your head and whatever you call it, the good devil, the bad devil, whatever. He's like, he's always talking shit, but just know that this guy's always going to be there and he's always going to be talking shit. And he's this, he's just like your shitty roommate. He's this guy who's just always going to be like busting your balls and, yep. and just like, come on, man, what are you talking about? This and that. And like, you just got to just not pay attention to him, but just know that he's always going to be talking shit and like being in your ear about something about telling you like what are you gonna do that for just go fucking go watch tv like netflix like stranger things just came out man go do that like no you know like you know what you want and then go through that and like let him talk his shit but just drown him out he doesn't he doesn't control you and yep. it talks about the roommate literally he calls it that and that is a big I thing it took from that. yeah i think you you guys especially would like that book because you love reading and i definitely gotta grab that yeah push oh. that push that voice into like a little small corner yeah, and mm-hmm. just suffocated. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, but he'll be there. He'll, he'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you gotta drown it out. What I haven't ever, we haven't really talked about. What are what? No, you got something. I was gonna say a, a, a book. Um, I don't know if you read it. Power of Now. No, I heard. I read Be Here Now. Be Here Now. Different. I never read Be Here Now. Okay, but it. it's probably the same concept. Mm-hmm. Power of Now is just kind of like. I've gotten the most out of the power of now that I've ever gotten out of any other book. Mm. Um, it just literally talks about how now is the only thing we have. Yeah. That's... Like the concept of, to me, putting something off until tomorrow doesn't exist anymore because of that book. Mm. Cause it just doesn't make sense. And you think about time it goes back to like the whole time concept. Like time isn't real. You know, we, like we said, like this is how we're going to measure this thing. And we created that, you know. Pretty much, it's a man-made, like whatever it Concept. is. Concept. Like it's not what it's ten eighteen. It's like, one. What is that even we've been mean? on for an hour and a half. Yeah. Have we? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's been dude. that long already. Yeah, Jeez. man. That's <laughs> crazy, right? Like one thirty. Jeez. <laughs> You're right. It just kind of like flies by, dude. It's because where else can you talk t- nowadays? Sit down and have a conversation with someone that you don't really know. Or maybe they're a complete stranger and get to know them without looking at your phone and talking to other people and being somewhere else. Be here now. Be here and that's, now. that's where it. we are. Yeah. I'm going to give you that book because I think that, you'll get a lot would, out of it. I would love it. I yeah, really would. Because uh, I know you would get a lot out of it. Yeah. And you would appreciate it. I bet you. And it probably is like similar concept to the power now, but it's just like, I mean, the only thing we have is is right now. I mean, it's it says... Ten nineteen, but in, in reality, that just means that what the sun is just somewhere else in the sky, and it's not light out over here, and we just decided to put a measurement on that. Yeah, you know, and it's so, Monday, and it's Monday. Yeah, is it Monday? <laughs> it is Monday. Yeah, see, like, it's it's Monday at ten nineteen p.m. <laughs> you know? Wait, uh, February. Yeah, fourth, fifth. Now, is it the fifth? Yeah. February fifth. 1019 p.m. on a on a Monday 2018. Yeah. And uh whatever that means to everybody out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that, man. What are your I haven't asked you guys. What are do you have goals like creatively? You know, outside of solar, like are you working on any other projects? Are you writing anything like that? Like how do you express yourselves? You know, like it's actually it's a really good question. Um, and if you don't, it's you know there is some way you do though. 
just uh, absolutely. I mean, hit, I know he, Jesse's very big in um in social media. I'm not so so big in social media, but there there really is like this creative side inside of me that I really want to just it needs to come out. And it I don't hasn't know, at showed its head a little bit. I don't know if it's like maybe it's peaked out a little bit, but I know there's like this really creative endeavor that is just calling my name somewhere in the in the future and i i don't know exactly what it is yet like yours is maybe a podcast you know jesse's is maybe social or i know he's got bigger dreams than social media but i i know for a fact there's like this creative desire inside of me that makes me want to express myself more i just haven't found that outlet yet how so like if you had to choose writing drawing you know painting video vlogging something like that like what resonates with you the most what's what are you most attracted to music sport you know like these are all ways to express yourself yoga even meditation like that's a form of it like, i mean i'm big in the sports i'm very i'm a guy who's like I, I was an athlete all throughout high school yeah um but i don't know if sports is the creative outlet that i'm look that is calling my i feel like that was a, a time in the past for me um and it just led to where i'm at now but i feel like Writing's not it. Maybe I maybe I'm gonna write a book one day. Um, but uh, I don't know. Vlogging kind of kind of pokes its head out. Maybe making a. I kind of want to make a movie. I feel like I would make a movie very well, or yeah. a documentary, something like that. I That'd feel like I, could, I feel like I could do that. Ooh. I want to make a door knocking. Don't little skit. A reality. I have reality a reality commercial. Gonna, when we get off air, I will show you the script that I wrote for a door knocking show. And you tell I me like that. I want to be a part of that. Let me know what you think about I it. I would um, literally love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. Because I'll show you. Um, and I'm trying to get that going after that. This cartoon. Hopefully, the cartoon gets picked up, and I have the connections there, and then you know, get in wherever. But uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what you guys think about it because you're door knockers. You know, yeah. like you're gonna. I think you'd appreciate it more than other people would. I would love Most that. Definitely. Hundred percent. Awesome. It's funny you mentioned that. I want to write a door knocking skit. Like it's literally. A bunch of skits, door knocking skits, put I together. Need I actors. gotta see that for sure. If you need actors, yeah. no man, you got I, you covered. I'll I'm play, someone I'll play that's a, a straight up door knocker. <laughs> I'm someone that's like everyone eats in my eyes. Like if we can connect and uh, we're vibing how we are right now, that we're gonna find a way to work together. Yep. So in some way, uh, if you even you guys coming on the show in a way is brave, I, courageous. I don't, I don't know the word maybe. But a lot of people are intimidated, you know, to come on here and just talk just because there's a mic and maybe even just because they don't enjoy or are intimidated by just talking to other people. You know what intimidates me? The what? only thing is like dying. I don't want to die. Mm. That's like the only thing that intimidates me. Mm. Either dying or not doing what I should have done. Dying before you it. got to. So regret. stuff like this is just a no brainer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, like when you guys were talking about what you truly want to do when you're like me, I want to speak. I want to just travel, not just travel the world. It's like I want everyone's everyone says that travel the freaking world. Yeah. I don't really want to travel the world. I just want to travel to the places and the people where I I, I just want to go. Right. I want to speak on stage. Mm -hmm. I want to big. I want to build big sales teams. I want to motivate people. I want to inspire people. Um. I want to help people grow. Right? Mm -hmm. I want to be a, a part of big movements, and I want to be a big 
internet and you know social media sensation and, and kind of just help other people do the same exact thing so for me that fulfills me you know not only social media um but long-term vision in that and well social could be the way you get to social that is, next level it will be yeah. yeah and i think that's a big thing that people mistake is most people don't know exactly what they want and more importantly than that they don't make the decision from day one that that's truly what they want and they don't make they don't take any freaking action to get there mm-hmm. so yeah. making decision is number one take massive action yes. someone said that i don't know who said that Grant. uh so wait did you talk about me that was it grant probably him grant said something great the other day um that i saw was like <clears throat> don't buy a house with like a 20 30 year mortgage he doesn't own one house yeah he said rent where you live and buy where other people live. <laughs> buy like property that. for other people to live in. That makes but sense. rent where yeah. you live because you're not holding yourself down. And other people, you're going to make your money. You're not going to lose money just because you're putting it into. People are saying, like, why am I going to rent when I could buy and own that thing? If by uh, whatever, basically having the same. Right. And, and he's just talking about, like, you're 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 dooming yourself you're you're trapping yourself by doing that you're saying i'm staying here forever or 30 years at least 100%. yeah yeah granted and that, grant's story is a nice story too yeah Jeez, it is i i, I feel like I, I want and i i kind of contrast you in this in this sense um i do want to travel the world i feel like i i really and i know it sounds cliche but i, I actually want i don't want to buy a house um, just because I feel like I can see myself going country to country and staying in Airbnbs and just enjoying the world. Same thing, man. My, one of the goals for the podcast, I've said a few times on here, is I want to get a VW bus or whatever, something pretty big, yeah. gut it, make the back of it a podcast studio, hit every state and interview someone from every state. That's pretty. I like that. Yeah, and just travel everywhere. And then, you know, like then... We're creating the, content while you're seeing it. What? Why don't you do it? I know, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm working towards it. What's you know? holding you back? It's on my wall. Money. <laughs> you know? Buying the van? Yeah, I got to buy the van. <laughs> Everyone that's listening, donate 10 grand each. Okay? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just 10. That's no. it. 10 grand. Uh, that's the goal, man. Like Twitch. You know, you guys know about Twitch at all? I, I really don't. Nope. I've never heard of Twitch before. Gary V talks about Twitch a lot. He's saying it's like YouTube. It's where YouTube was and it's going to try and take over because it's basically YouTube live, but people can donate to you right there. Hmm. If they like who you are, they donate to your stream right there. It's an app. Wow. Yeah, it's an app. It's a website, twitch.tv. Okay. And it's going to take over in his eyes. Are you, are you twitching team? right now? We're not twitching oh, right not now. Twitching. No, no. I would, uh, you'd I'm, know. I'm twitching right now. Hold on. I'm always <laughs> twitching. Can you... So... Can you gain followers and it's mm-hmm. it's is that intertwined? Two hundred fifty yeah. subscribers on Twitch will get you making around four grand a month. What? Yeah. Two hundred and fifty subscribers, not followers. So a subscriber pays five bucks a month. So if you have two fifty wow. subscribing, that's what eleven hundred bucks. Yeah. And then from there, Twitch starts to pay you if you start having that many people subscribing. I'm gonna download this this literally right now. Yeah, go for it, dude. Weekly sit down. You can Is, follow me. What's like a what's a big subscriber amount on YouTube? Subscribers yeah. on YouTube? Like how many of those guys those I would guys? say like 
even ten thousand subscribers is yeah. amount. So if you have ten thousand, mm-hmm. if you have ten thousand subscribers on the Twitch, yep. If how you much money you make? Ten thousand? Yeah, on Twitch. All right, I'll put it this way: There's this dude, the number one Twitcher. He has about <laughs> Twitcher. He has the, he has twenty eight thousand subscribers. He makes over eight hundred grand a year just from Twitch. Not from just being a good video game player. Like he's also a great video game player and wins tournaments and has sponsorships. He only makes that he makes over a mil a year from playing video games. So what I like about this app is that it gives everyone a chance to win at their own game. Mm-hmm. So it's like whatever you're good at, it like like this guy, he's good at gaming, right? That's mm-hmm. like his that's like his niche. So He's going to make a lot of money from that because, well, the gamers are going to go and watch him. Yeah. Just like if you're good at podcasting or whatever you're specifically good at, mm-hmm. they're going to go see you for it. Yeah. So, I mean, you could, whatever you're good at, if you have a big following, they're going to go in there. They and follow you. That's why they're called followers. They'll follow, you build a big following on any platform, they're going to follow you wherever you go if they actually like you. The, th- the a big thing that um, I, someone told me, it, this guy actually got a one-on-one with Gary V. And what he took out of it was, hmm. what he took out of it was, don't try and get all a lot of followers. Try and get a lot of fans. All you need is like two hundred fans, people who will buy your merchandise, who actually genuinely believe in who you hmm. are. Yep. Then you're set. You're making money off doing what you love from just two hundred fans. So, like, out of your eleven thousand followers, if you have two hundred of them that really genuinely believe in who you are. They'll do what they'll follow you everywhere. I do. You know, more than that, I'm sure, yeah. dude. I, yeah, exactly. Like in with that big of a sample size, I'm sure you have that, you know, so it's like how it's just think thinking, like you said, working smarter instead of working harder, you know, like you're in a really good spot, you know, with a lot of those. If you have like a lot of those fans, utilize it, man. I'm sure you are. Like you've done social media for years. And yeah, I mean, I feel like it could it could be more. Get than, on there as you know? much as you can. I feel, I feel like I could definitely um, utilize it a lot more mm-hmm. and scale it a lot more. Um, I think one thing that I've done well with social media, I mean, over the past couple of years, is I stayed consistent in two things. Right, it was keeping people motivated, um, posting constantly, and I think once you find out exactly what you have to do and you stay consistent with it then then it's a game changer so Mm -hmm. i could scale it a lot more and i should probably do it a lot more um but i think once you actually know what you're good at and you just keep on doing it Mm -hmm. one day like it just it just all hits you like Mm -hmm. damn this is what i've been doing over the past couple years and now it's paying off yeah and so many people in door knocking i feel like this really hit home for me I mean, I've probably easily knocked probably close to 30, 35,000 doors. It's definitely between 30 and 35,000, but Imagine, all the work that, you, that. Yeah, it's a lot of doors. <laughs> yeah. That's it? You think only 30 to 35? Yeah. Probably I more, say. I would say. Maybe more, yeah. Um, but just like Gary Vee said, I mean, when, when he was talking to that lady, he was like, oh, you just, you just popped up overnight, you know? And he's like, no, I've been pushing content out for 10 years. But for me... Um, you know, knocking doors wise, it's like I got so discouraged for months and months and months. And all of a sudden I put in work for four months at a time. And then all of a sudden that fifth month, I'm like, damn, I, I didn't think I was actually working. But all the work that I did previously, like shown, like it showed that fifth month. Yeah, dude, 
It's uh, a Steve Jobs quote, everything. You can only connect the dots going backwards, like looking back. You can't know where you're going. You can only That's be like... That's one of my favorite quotes. Uh, you actually sound like Steve Jobs. I'm not yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got that from the commencement speech, right? Yeah. I, one of my favorite videos of all time. Dude, I have the entire thing saved. The ch- I transcript. I wrote it out like from so listening to it. I typed it all out because it's literally one of... The, if this guy's saying things like this... How can anyone else, someone as accomplished as him, True. if he's saying these things, how can he think any differently? So he's lived through it all. Yep. Yeah. You're not, like he says in the in the speech, wow, I just got chills, bro. Wow. There you go. Steve Jobs. Oh, shit. He's here right, right now. Trying to put a finger in your oh. butt. <laughs> <laughs> he, if, like he says in that speech, like, you're not, you're going to, everyone ends up in the same place. Like, you're going to end up, everything you've, all the money you have, that money that we humans created and isn't a real thing, is gonna we're all gonna be equal at the end. Yeah, we're all gonna die. Yeah. That's we're it. all gonna die. We all get put six feet under in that six foot box. So it's and like that, do you want another box. Do you wanna be remembered? Another box that you die in. Do you wanna be remembered for having the most paper of anyone in the world? Or do you wanna be known for the impact you had on the world? You know, like that's what you'll Both. be remembered for. You know, like, yeah. like the, I feel like people like Albert Einstein will be remembered more than the Rothschilds or the Rockefellers. Yep. You know, because he impact he changed I'm the world. Who the Rothschilds were? The like Rothschilds are the. They I know own, they're like trillionaires, aren't they? They own the whole banking system. Uh, they do, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. They own. So they're rich. The Rothschilds Wealthy. and yeah, yeah, more than that. The raw, they own the they own the world basically they yep. they, they own the government <laughs> they um eighty percent of the money is in their family <laughs> that exists that is a lot of money that exists yep how much family do they have that's it's still like, walking there's there. a big picture of like fifty of them Jesus. yeah probably like hey, and hey, there's hey. probably more it's it's intense they literally own everything yeah and it's goes back to like the Illuminati and them mm-hmm. owning literally everything. Mm-hmm. And they have a you know, pretty pretty big family. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that I got to It's go back it's to almost that. mine. It's almost hard to even contemplate like how can 80% of the money in existence be within one family. But it, I don't know. I mean, I obviously I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen their bank accounts. I just go by what I read on the internet, which is mostly bullshit, so like yeah. <laughs> who knows what if it's true, but Something I read, and uh, I've heard that though mm-hmm. that they were the first trillionaires or something like that. But yeah. I gotta say, um, that commencement speech by Steve Jobs, yeah. that actually is one of my favorite videos of all time. It that got me so juiced. Up. I've watched that over and over mm-hmm. just because it it touches and it goes back to what I was saying about death before. Yeah, you know, like I haven't experienced death personally closely, but um, he has when he wrote that speech. He says everything, fear of embarrassment, failure, whatever it is that you're trying to do, or what you're afraid of, just falls away in the face of death. Yeah, it just melts. Just melts. And it's like, don't don't fall um, victim to uh, dogma. Dogma, yeah. Dogma. That's literally the line. Yeah, yeah, which is living by the, um, the voices of other people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, don't let the, oh, this is what it is. Don't let the others opinions drown out your own inner voice because you mm-hmm. somehow already know what you truly want to become 
Yeah. Or something like that. No, no, that's it. You don't even know that you know. Yeah, it's (laughs) just your your intuition. Yeah. And you got to follow that. Like, but I I love that. I I love that video. I know what you're talking about. The commencement speech is when he's wearing the red... The red hat and Stanford. Yeah. He was doing it for Stanford. Yeah, I was talking about what he said on his deathbed. Do you know? Do you know? Oh, I've never heard that before. No, you know what I'm talking about? No, I, I'll read it real quick if you want to listen. Yeah. yeah, he said, "All right, I've reached the pinnacle of success in the business world. In others' eyes, my life is an epitome of success. However, aside from work, I have little joy. In the end, wealth is only a fact of life that I'm accustomed to. At this moment, lying on the sick bed." With recalling my whole life, I realized that all the recognition wealth that I took so much pride in have paled and become meaningless in the face of impending death. In the darkness, I look at the green lights from the life-supporting machines and hear the humming medical sounds. I can feel the breath of God, God of death drawing closer. Now I know when we have accumulated su- su- sufficient wealth to last our lifetime, we should pursue other matters that are unrelated to wealth. Should be so he's saying like once you get to the point where you have money, that should not be your only goal anymore. Should be something that's more important. Perhaps relationships, perhaps art, perhaps a dream of your younger days. Nonstop pursuing of wealth will only turn a person into a twisted being, just like me. God gave us the senses to let us feel the love in everyone's heart, not the illusions brought by wealth. The wealth I have won in my life I cannot bring with me. What I can bring is only the memories precipitated by love that's the true riches which will follow you accompany you giving you strength and light to go on love can travel a thousand miles life has no limit go where you want to go reach the height you want to reach it's all in your heart and in your hands what is the most expensive bed in the world the sick bed you could employ someone to drive the car for you make money for you but you cannot have someone to bear you cannot pay someone to bear your sickness for you Material things lost can be found, but there is one thing that can never be found when it's lost, and that's life. When a person goes into the operating room, he will realize that there is one book that he has yet to finish reading, the book of healthy life. Whichever stage in life we are right now, with time, we'll face the day when the curtain comes down. Treasure love for your family, love for your spouse, love for your friends, treat yourself well, and cherish others. Wow. Yeah, man. That hit home. Right, man? Like, sure. this... Yeah, it's me, off. Me too. Can you send me that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you that, for sure. Like, I love that. that me home. too. How crazy. Like, he's on his deathbed. Like, he died the, uh, a couple days after that. He was a nut. Where did he write he was that? Where did he say it? Where? No, he wrote it in his bed. In his in the hospital. Dying? Yeah, while he was, while he was dying. dying. Yeah. Like, he realized, like, I have all the money in the world, and I can't pay someone to take my sickness away. Yeah. You know, yeah, health Dude, is really all there is. Hundred percent, and that goes back to what we were talking about before. Like, who gives a who gives a shit if I leave my iPad on top of my car, and then I drive away and it smashes into a thousand pieces, yeah. like, or someone stole it, or somebody stole yeah. it, mm-hmm. probably both. They probably but, need it more than you do. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like you really, like that that stuff won't matter when, like, no. like I said before, he said he he was in that position. He's like, dude, none of that shit mattered. Yeah. But, like none of it, and he was he was, I mean, his from his movie at least, he was uh he was fucking intense, yeah, like really intense. He was a dick, right? Yeah, like you're talking about the Ashton Kutcher movie and the yeah that I mean, was the shitty one. The I other one was good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that was a good depection what of it. What was his but name? Uh, 
I know who you're talking about. The guy who played he was Jobs. good. He, he was, played he a played good played Steve phenomenal. Jobs. Yeah, he did. And the girl from Titanic. Michael, something Michael. I'm not gonna. I mean, I, can I, don't, I don't know. It. I can look it up. He played in the in Assassin's Creed. I know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know Anthony Hopkins? Yes. The he's he was a uh, fast bender. What? Fast bender. Michael Fassbender. Michael yeah. Fassbender. Yeah. I don't know who that is. But yeah. He's... That's the guy who played Steve Jobs. Yeah. In that oh, movie. Okay. But the. So this, I forgot who said it, but the the guy who played uh, Silence of the Lambs, Anthony Hopkins. Okay, yep. He says it's none of my business what other people's opinion is of me. So if people, it's not even his. It's not even in his realm. Like I'm not even going to think about what other people think of me. Like why would I even do that? It's not my business. Damn. It's their opinion. I don't need to know about it. On some deep, on some right? deep shit. <laughs> I like that a Can lot. Can I elaborate on that really quick? Yeah. Like. If you really think about it, nobody's actually even thinking of you anyway. Because when you think about how you think, think about how you're thinking. Like, you're thinking, what are other people thinking? Like, how do I look right now? Are, does that make sense? Yeah, and yeah. it's your opinion. And it's your, right? So, like, in reality, when you really think others are thinking about you, they're really not. They're actually focused on themselves. Like, how are other people viewing me? Everyone. And that's one of the, one of the most enlightened epiphanies I've ever had is, like, Nobody at the end of the day is thinking of you. Is actually thinking about you. Yep. Yeah. Your success. They're not their house. You're just or thinking your, about or your them losses. Thinking about you when they're really not thinking about anyone but themselves. Right. Like your success or your losses, they're still not thinking about you. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about themselves. So it's like you have to worry about your own peace of mind, your own happiness. Even when you're helping them, they're still not thinking about you. Yeah. yeah they're thinking about what they're going to get out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Like I most can people. So many people. Friends people that i've tried to help in the past or that i've helped in the past where even if i help them they still think about themselves yeah take 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 it's and it's so funny because you will get so much more the more that you give and it's 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 such a i don't know if that's a paradox in some way but you own you will have so much more if you give more it's really cool right i think that's so awesome so that means you just got to give a bunch to get a lot more. Yeah, the more you give, the more you're going to get. Tony Robbins gives the so much value. And that's why he's the freaking making a million dollars just to have a one-on-one with him. You know, like that's why. Because he gives so much. He gives his heart. Until, have you gone to any Tony Robbins events or anything? I've, the one thing that I haven't been to is a Tony Robbins event. I could see you yeah. going to one of those. Oh, yeah. I've sure. been to a lot of events. I've been to a lot of seminars, a lot of... But I've never been to a Tony Robbins event, mm. and I definitely got to go soon. Yeah, you will. Because sure. at the end of the day, I mean, you're investing in your future. You know, y- people in yourself. Yeah, in yourself, yeah. long term. <clears throat> and for people that, so many people like, oh, that's hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars for a single ticket. But it's like if you don't pay the price now, you're you're gonna you're gonna pay the price later. Yeah. Right. You you can sav- you could find two grand. You know, like yeah. if you really want to, and it's something that's really important to you, you can do that. You know? Oh, yeah. It, especially people in our positions where we're fortunate to live out in Long Island and live in America. Like, we can do that if we wanted to. Yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, maybe, oh, wow, I'm fucking talking to myself right now. Like, I could actually upgrade my equipment, like, if I really wanted to. You know, like, I'm bullshitting you myself. That mic over there. I could get a new cord, you know, like, <laughs> uh, Wow, that's cool. I just fucking realized stuff about myself just right? now. Right, just live like, yeah. on air. <laughs> you know what? Maybe someone would donate 
about like a thousand dollars just to make sure that we get that fixed. <laughs> that would be awesome, man. Like a direct link. No, well, there. If you if you go on Twitch, man. Twitch. I actually just downloaded it. Yeah, Twitch is. And I'm uh, actually very excited for it, to be honest. You, dude, I, you guys, especially like with your following, you can do anything. You go on YouTube, go any, do create content. Yep. If you like to, you know, if you don't like to, it's a different story. But if you're comfortable vlogging, or if you're comfortable writing, you know, like put shit out there. You have people that'll listen or see what you're doing anyway i feel like that's big for you 100 yep you would like that you're not too you're not like a lot of followers and all that not I'm actually no. really excited for i'm really Twitch. not i yeah i I'll should sh- get better at when it, we though. get off here when i'm showing you the script and shit i'll show you some twitch and uh you're gonna be fucking amazed when i tell you how much these people are making and you're gonna see what they're doing compared to what they're making and being like well, what what business am i in right now <laughs> like there's girls on there that will just do yoga, you know, for an hour, two hours, make like 700 bucks. And then oh, yeah. People yeah. are just watching them do yoga. Watch them do yoga. <laughs> that makes sense. I bet you not... I know a lot of people who just watch girls do yoga. Mm-hmm. But there's also <laughs> girls that have podcasts. There's girls who have play video games. They're... Being a girl on Twitch is a huge plus because there's a Twitch is made up of mostly kids anywhere from 12 years old to 20 years old of mostly guys i feel like girls have a big advantage uh, with everything like they i feel would, like they would tell you such the opposite i know if they and were i was here. just thinking the 71 same thing. cents on a dollar right like yeah. but but i feel like if they realized just what they had like i feel like even in the, especially in the business that we're in you know what i mean like if oh, you're a girl yeah and you walk up to somebody's door you probably have like a 70 percent better chance chance, better of getting in yeah better (laughs) chance of getting in the house like girls even in business like you could just charm anybody over if you're like if you're a charming girl and and you have a great personality and a great smile but it's so funny i bet you they would say the different like yeah they were not equals right right but it's like they have such an advantage there's a there's pros and cons to both yeah you know (laughs) yeah in the end we have testosterone which makes us like crazy motherfuckers and yeah, they have estrogen up. it makes them emotional motherfuckers right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and that's why guys and girls are union yangs yeah yeah it's cool um i'll go get it oh scotty, scotty? Yeah, i know scotty scotty, scotty took to me to pf changs get a nice dinner with scotty <laughs> tell him tell him we're we'll meet him wherever uh what? wherever he wants to meet are, are you guys friendly you and scott yeah 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 he he um he wanted to go out to eat tonight so we were like oh yeah you gotta you you gotta dip no no i think we're chilling yeah yeah Yeah. we're hanging probably we'll do it tomorrow night or something like that oh okay oh yeah it's 11 o'clock bro yeah what's your timetable on this kind of thing like what do you i've gone anywhere from a 40 minute one at the least to three hours and 20 minutes you know like it's whatever as long as we're chilling (laughs) whenever and, and I've Do you noticed, put out the whole the whole thing? Yeah. Every time? Yeah, the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to... So what I do is pre post-production, I'll take out all the background noise. I'll add my intro. I have a set intro for every podcast. Add that in, and then I add a song. Either a song that I feel like is appropriate for what we talked about in the podcast, or just like 
original music by artists that I like. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'll occasionally do like a little Wayne song or like a Kanye song. But Not much like mainstream stuff, more stuff close to you. Yeah. Like close a, to home. I like acoustics a lot. I'll put yeah. those in there and uh, I'll put okay. in uh, covers. I like covers. Just, you know, like people that I think should ha- have more recognition than what they have right now. Yeah. And a lot of it's people that I've had on that are really great musicians and they should be further along in my eyes. So why not like help lyrics, them out? Like stuff, lyrics that like hit home for you. Yeah. Or just sounds that hit home for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I, that's been something bigger with me lately is actually listening to like the lyrics um, of every song and every artist and like really understanding a story behind what they're doing. Not just the vibe and the tempo of like the beat. And the, and the instruments are, but actually listening to like the story they're telling. Um, one album that really I've gotten like over the past couple months, over the winter that I've actually gotten listened to a lot, gotten close with, whatever you want to say, was um, G Easy. Yeah. When it's dark out, you have you listened to that album? I not the album, but I've listened to a lot of G Easy. I'm sure I've listened to some songs that are on it. I'm sure. Um, it wasn't the album that he just released. I think it was The Beautiful and the Damned, but it was his last one, When It's Dark Out. And um, it was just like a game changer for me. I actually listened to the story that he was telling, almost like of his come up. Mm-hmm. And it makes you realize like every album that an artist puts out, it's what they're talking about. Most artists, you know, talking like storytellers and poets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's where they're at and the experiences that they're having in their life. Like if you look at an album of uh, G-Eazy three years ago that he released, his experiences and his lyrics and his what he talks about is going to be a lot different than an album he releases like this year or next year mm-hmm. because his life has totally changed and he's yeah. coming at you from the standpoint of where he's at. The people who don't switch it up and keep their what they talk about in their songs the same are the ones that fade out. Yeah. Like, you, you got to be real with the audience. Let them know what you're really going through. Jeez, yeah. is a real good example of that. You know who else I like? Logic. I like, yes, Logic. Yeah. I love Logic, dude. He tells us great story. Yeah. And He's real. Yeah. He's a real dude. He's Logic. been on Gary Vee. I know. I saw that episode. Mm-hmm. I did. I saw that. I love that episode. Yeah, man. He. That was probably one of the last ones I've seen, too. I have to get back on the Daily V and and uh. But I, dude, I'm the same way though. Where I I don't watch him anymore because, like like you said before, it's like <laughs> stop watching this right now. Get out there and go do something. You know. Yeah, man. It's so true. But he's he's real. I really admire him because he doesn't. So many people on the internet are like, pay me forty bucks a month and I'll give you this info, and he just gives it out. He just doesn't because he loves to do that. Because he knows the more he gives, the more he's going to get. Yeah. And he, I feel like he's in it for he wants also, the help. Yeah. And it's, it's exciting to him, like putting out that content every single day, him documenting how he's building his businesses. He loves that. And yeah. he loves the feedback that he gets. Up until when he will own the Jets. Like no one even doubts that he's not going to own the Jets, you know? He'll, I can't wait till he owns the Jets. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be a different Are you game a Jet fan? I'm not a Jet not fan. A I'm a Colts fan. Really? Set weirdly, right? Wow. My uncle was uh, big into who was the famous cult quarterback? Peyton? No, no, old school. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not big on the. I forgot his name, but he loved him, and then he made me a Colts fan. And then Peyton, I grew up with Peyton, so Peyton was your guy. Yeah, so I still stuck with him. They suck now, but still a Colts fan. You're not a Luck fan? 
Andrew Luck. I'm a Luck fan, yeah. but I'm not a fan of management that won't make an offensive line or a defense. Like, they've never had a defense, ever. Yeah. Like, even when they won, their defense was shit the whole season. Just in the playoffs, the whole D stepped up somehow, and Bob Sanders went crazy. But that was the only reason they won. They Their D was shit. And they've always had an, a, a quick defensive line. I don't know how much you like football. What was their record this year? I know Colts, that they probably like four wins. Was it something four like or five? Yeah. yeah, it wasn't. But you're staying strong though. You're like I'm. I'm in it. Oh yeah, I'm a Laker fan long. too. Yeah, yeah. Were you a Laker fan all throughout Kobe's yeah. run? I so Jeter, Kobe, Peyton. That's why that's my teams yeah. because of those people. Um, not too into sports as I used to. I Bet used you to be you're real happy about the Yankees now. Yeah, John Carlo, John Carlo, Judge, uh, Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Didi, I don't need to keep going. Are you a Met fan? No, I'm a Yankee fan. Oh, dope. I'm okay. a Yankee fan, yeah. Nah, it's all good, man. It's why... What? I'm a Met fan. You're a Met fan? No, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> um, yeah. Was he? Oh, what did, what did you What did you tell him? Oh. I would have Scott on. Scott knows a lot, man. I feel like Scotty would be a, a like a nice addition to the my my philosophy on this. If you guys ever end up listening to any of them and like seeing the description and stuff, like I, it's everyone has a story. Whether you're Steve Jobs or whether you're a homeless dude, you know, like in Manhattan, like they've been through something that you haven't been through, and they can give you experience on something and let you know how it is. And I feel like yeah, and I feel like it's also being open to that. Mm-hmm. Like having sympathy, even though you don't really know what they've been through, mm-hmm. actually having sympathy to what they're saying. Empathy, right? Empathy is always empathy. Yeah, empathy. No, both. It's sympathy too. Yeah. Like, I don't think every anyone wants sympathy. No one wants anyone to feel bad for them. What's the well? Di- maybe empathy. there are people that do. I there probably are. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard I heard Gary V say a couple of times, the only people that are gonna listen to you complain. <laughs> Are your loser friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Your loser friend or other complainers and your loser friends or something like that. <laughs> yeah, get away from your loser yeah. friends. Yeah, but empathy is different than sympathy. Empathy is putting yourself in someone's shoes. Yeah, sympathy is, in my eyes, just I feel bad for this guy. Like I'm sympathetic towards their situation. Uh, instead of empathy, where it's like. All right, I have this argument with someone. A good example would be on the doors. Like someone telling you, fuck you, get out of here. If you if you apply some empathy, like, all right, maybe this guy just got home from work. He got home, his wife, his kids are all crying, his wife's talking shit. Um, you guys showed up at that exact second that he got home. And fuck you, get out of here. You know, like I, I can be empathetic towards that and be like, all right, I understand. Like, that's a, a totally different. We were talking about perspective before. Paradigm shift. Paradigm. Yeah. That's like that's a totally different way to look at it. Yeah. You know, like that's and yeah, that that's like a really good skill to have. Like that guy when he told us, I guess you know, first it was the fuck you guys want, oh. and it was like, well, how do I pitch now? <laughs> yeah. So I pitched anyway. And then when I got to the end of it, it's like. Or whatever. I just was reading his reaction. He wasn't there at all. He just said, "Get the fuck out of here," or yeah. something. Yeah. But if you think of it, like you know what? Maybe his girlfriend just broke up with him. Yeah. Or, or maybe he found out she fucked another guy. Yeah, man. Or literally, like, what if his fucking 
something even worse, like his mom died, right? You know, like something shit like that. Like if you, it's How, like, Holy then it's shit, like, oh, right. I understand. Like, yeah, it totally switches right away, and it's like my my fault. I mean, I still wouldn't tell somebody to get the fuck Ever. out of here or yeah. or what the fuck do you want? But if you look at it like that, it, it gets you less angry because mm-hmm. I was I was angry. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was definitely mad, but yeah. it's definitely a better way to look at it's it. It's like, oh, sure. what's going on with this? Like, it's almost like. There is something going on with the, this guy in his life right now where he's really angry towards a complete stranger. Right. So maybe that's a valid thing. And like that's his problem right now. It's not my problem. I'm not going to get worked up over that. We had this. Do you know about stoicism at all? Either of you? You heard no. of stoicism? We had this guy. His name is Massimo Pigliucci. He, uh, he's actually one of the most listened to ones that we've had. He's the number one stoic, I guess you could say. Uh, that there is right now. He's been on Joe Rogan like four times. He came on and he was telling us about stoicism. And all stoicism is, is if if there's something that's out of your control, you cannot waste any time thinking about it or worrying about it. If you get into traffic, if you if you did all you could, you, you, you put in ways, you know, like no traffic and there's still traffic, you did all you could. You can't control the traffic. There's no reason to get mad at it, and there's no reason to even think about it. You're in the car right now. You're sitting in traffic. Be productive. You know, do something like else. Throw a YouTube video on. Throw on a lecture. Put on a podcast. Like, what else are you gonna do? Move the traffic. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. You know, this is that's where you are right now. Be here, Be now. here now. Exactly, man. 100%. And that's what he was telling us. And it's like when you make it real simple like that, just like solar, how the simpler the better. It really simplifies things and makes you. Like all right, this is what I'm. This is fine. This is all cool with me. I'm in traffic. (laughs) It's fine with me. And I used to be the dude who would just be like, "Fuck! Oh my fucking god! Are you kidding? I gotta be over here in forty minutes." And (laughs) I told them I was like already ten minutes away. Now it's gonna be another whatever. But that's what it's what it is, man. It is what it is, (laughs) and you are where you are. Yeah, man. It is what it is. You are where you are. Hundred percent. All right, guys. Are we nearing the end here? You guys run out of gas. Yeah, let's I'm get. Running, to... I'm running low. Yeah, I feel you, dude. We well, a, we it was big, a valiant effort. Big, big competition this week, and we're. Uh, yeah, get in bed. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited. excited. We Me have too. a big, big week. Let's. Yeah. We'll talk off air, but you know we'll get for some sure. shit done. All right, guys. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for coming on, Clowers. Dude, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Seriously. For sure. dude, it's my pleasure. Like th- the there was a time. reason I just saw you randomly in Starbucks, and two days before I was thinking about you for some reason. You know, like that shit happens all the time when you're open to it. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, do you guys have anything you want to plug at all? Like, I don't know. Um, Your Instagrams, I don't know. People just. Yeah, I would say go ahead. Definitely uh, follow us on social media. Um, Jay Clower. Just type in Clower Brothers. You can Google us too if you want. Jay Clower, J underscore C L O U G H E R, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchat, Facebook. I'll throw it in the description. Yep. I would say, yeah, follow me on Instagram. That's my biggest following is Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, just Tyler Clower, T Y L E R C L O U G H E R. Yeah, I'm going to try and get more of my social media growing for sure. Oh, on, I think. On my followers. I forgot this too. We, we end with all the new guests. If you had 
a certain amount of time, whatever time limit you want to put on it, to say something and you knew the whole world was listening to it, what would you tell them? If you, whatever, 30 seconds, 10 seconds, whatever long it would take, but what do you think is a message like you need the world to understand and know? That's a really good question. We do, we end it wow. with all of ours end like this, and everyone says the same shit. <laughs> I would say, um, look for life, be alive. Um, in my opinion, life is saying hi to the person next to you in a, ran- a random person in Starbucks. Or the girl behind the counter or the the guy sitting next to you. Like, look for life. Be alive. Um, The more out of your mind you get, the more enlightened you'll be. Beautiful. Get outside of your head. I love that you say that because I recently, we don't follow each other, but I recently posted something and it was talking about how, like, no one, if you go to a Starbucks, no one's talking to each other or even looking at each other. They're in a different world or even smiling. You know, like they're they're somewhere else. And you realize, like, if you think about it, like you're in this place, you're in the same. If you're sitting next to me at Starbucks, we're kind of like on the same level. Like we'll probably get along (laughs) if we we end up talking or something like Starbucks. Why not talk? (laughs) Yeah, man. Like it's I I understand like you have shit to do. But if you take a minute and just talk to someone, get to know them, it's really fulfilling in a way. You know, you got you got something for me? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, that was perfect. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. I would say if, if everyone's listening, um, for me, <clears throat> I think that, I mean, to make someone's day and to make someone feel important and they actually can enjoy life just by, you know, just, just saying hi to someone or just giving them a quick little comment, telling someone how beautiful they are, pulling door for someone, um, telling someone I was at Taco Bell a couple months ago. Um, <laughs> late night. Yeah, late night Taco Bell, <laughs> and I just told this guy he he didn't have to show me how excited he was, but as soon as I went up to the drive-through, I told him how like I've never had s- someone at Taco Bell or someone in general like greet me so excitedly and just so amped up to talk to someone at two thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and I just made him feel special, dude. Like, yeah, making man. someone feel just special about who they are and and their day. And I feel like that small thing right there can propel them into that next thing that they want to do in life. Oh yeah, man! So. It's a you're giving again. That's, you're maker. giving someone. Yeah. Yep. You read. Um, I'm sure you guys read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie, great book. Hell yeah, half of it. Yeah, yeah. so that, that I read the whole book. That one. Did that's you? one book I read the yeah. whole book. Oh man, that's sh- I highlight the fuck out of that. It's like yeah. my Bible. It's like a cheat code. It, it yeah. bro, it really is a fucking yeah. cheat code. I feel like that book is too. Um. It so like as you know in there it says like people want to feel important people gain their feeling of importance in different ways you know like that guy felt important when you told him that you know yeah. like, and that's one of the biggest human needs according to Carnegie hundred percent so that's really cool man hey shout Blind. out to you though Rizzo for real Dan I mean me and Ty were talking about this before but you're just you're just a good dude mm-hmm. and every time we talk to you every time we're around you um you you just feel good. You know, energy is everything, and we, we talk about this all the time, and um, you're just a good dude. Thank so. you, man. I totally, I yep. tr- you don't know how much I appreciate that. It's uh, That's something that really I feel, you know, like I feel that right now, and I love that. Thank you, guys. I yep. feel the great vibes with you, so we'll keep oh, it going. Yeah. I'm sure we'll have you back on. I want to even just Love's chill, you know, like whenever. Let's hang out. Let's do something yeah. together. All right, Let's guys. Thank you for another weekly sit-down. 
the Clowers. Yo, bro, two fifteen. That's a lot. That's a, that's a chunky podcast. Thank you, guys. Two hours and fifteen minutes. We bye. Love it. Have a good yeah. night, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Exercising my patience, I thought it never would happen. I swear I waited for ages. Had faith in a journey. I sell it, see where it takes us. We want gratification, but see it happens in stages. With a team on my back, a couple times might have cracked, but never broke, and I can hold him. In fact, you know, now you know how much weight was on him. Yeah. Must have came from within. My lanky ass don't, don't even go to the gym. And now I'm in. Just one, but 20 mixtapes to my name. Yeah. A lot of y'all will lose your appetites with a distaste for the game. Uh. A lot of y'all will call it quits because you just chase for the fame. Uh. Tell my story to inspire you just in case you're the same. Yeah. Self-made, not employed. Ten of my friends trying to move moms out the Honda. Trying to send her a Benz. I'm Appreciate trying. it all because it's no telling when this shit ends. I'm Unless telling. it's all a dream yeah. and then it depends. Well, I'm Conversations, marijuana enhances. Back then, I let them know what my plans is. Yeah. A poet in 16 bar stanzas. Uh. 16 with dreams so far fetched, no one understands us. No Playing shows in stadiums where everybody wait up in the stanzas. Yeah. Standing yeah. on their feet, I paint yeah. the picture on hey, canvas that I've seen in my dreams and quick visions and glances. Yeah. Woke up in NYC today, don't think we're in Kansas anymore. But sometimes it's hard to be sure. Cause if I dream, did it happen? Did it actually? Or am I just still asleep and none of it's real? Wake up tomorrow, right? Back in the struggle, trying to come up and build. I don't know the shit is deep and ignorance is bliss. It's all I've ever loved. I waited my whole life for this. Yeah.